This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Blaze Scorpio of Lamia, Delude Asura of Gilgamesh, and Devi of Lich. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode number 58. Oh, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. You're having a great day today? The best day? It's his favorite weekend he's ever had. This this may be a tough one. <laughs> this may be... This may... On a, on a very personal level, for all... I think for all of us... <laughs> as a cast. In the room... Yeah. This... This is going to be a particularly hard show for us to do. A lesser show would not be here today. They'd have called. They'd have called it in. They would have. No, you guys are professionals, and we are super awesome. They would have. No, uh, you're. I, I, that's the thing, Escalia. You are exactly right. That a lesser show would have said these are too many problems for us to face. This there's just it, we it, we're gonna have to cancel. There's no way that we could possibly muscle through it no but not no. so no we're here we are, so. we are lbr that's right we, we soldier on we are the many that's right we have like a combined eight hours of sleep between us over the past few days that is true yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so welcome to the show thank you guys so much uh for joining us live here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio if you're looking at the screen you'll notice that uh, there is a there is no screen. There is a bit of a message at the top. Oh yeah, connect with LBR LimitBreakRadio.com uh, at there limit is break. that there is that. No, I'm speaking about what is above that. Uh, today's show is going to be in audio only. Oh. Uh, so let me explain. This is why. Okay, so all of us have had kind of a tough week around yeah. here. Uh, but I, I guess I'll start uh, sharing. We'll do. We'll we'll start off with a little bit of group therapy before we <laughs> before we get into the show today. So Here's a story that's out of this world. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll start with me. I'll I'll be happy to kick it off. So we'll begin he, with the airing of grievances. <laughs> he's kind of freaking out. Uh, a little bit. Okay, so here's what happened on Friday evening at like nine o'clock at night. Uh, my PC decided to freeze up, and when I turned it off, would not come back on again. And I can't go because I don't want to. Have a bad day. That, that was Some your money computer. for your trouble put towards that new mobile. Uh, thank you, thank you, Crunchy. Much appreciated. So, when you say would not turn back on, do you mean failed to post or nothing? Nothing. Ooh. Nothing. No fan spinning. Nothing is happening. Oof. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, if fans spawn, if it was just not posting, that would be one thing. Right. I thought maybe for a second that it may be the power supply uh, and that uh, the, the power supply was just uh, preventing the whole thing from from powering on. But I have a power supply tester and was quickly able to uh, to rule that out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. The power supply works. <laughs> the power supply does work. Uh, so as I started taking parts out of my uh, case, I noticed that there was some kind of like greasy yeah. substance on the motherboard. Well, what are you doing eating pizza over your motherboard? I'm not. <laughs> Uh, was it a hamburger? Yeah, it was not. It must have been the I bacon. Was, I was not eating anything over my motherboard. Well, that's really good. I would definitely not recommend you eat over your motherboard. Now, the only thing is, is I do have I do have a liquid cooled unit in there. Like I do have a, a, a liquid cooled unit for my uh, CPU. Okay, now you understand that the liquid cooling isn't supposed to go on like the motherboard and stuff. Well, uh, after after running significant amounts of tests and uh, you know. Powering the uh, uh, the the liquid cooling unit back on, uh, I can't find a single leak that would have come from it. It's powering what is running this stream right now. Well, not powering, but it's it's cooling what is running the stream right now. There are no leaks in it, and the other thing is is that if it leaked, it would have had to leak. 90 degrees sideways right like <laughs> water gravity water yeah water doesn't uh, uh, liquid when it uh, unless it like uh, it was under pressure and it squirted out to the side well we all know about when that happens was it astroglide it, it was not astroglide i don't Amazing. know it, it's I'm anyway. So the thing is dead. I had to rip the guts out of my machine and quickly go buy another motherboard and CPU. Slap that sucker in, uh, and uh, I was I basically installed OBS like an hour before we started today. Oh, well, I'm sure that's doing wonders for your nerves and stuff, because I know how you don't really like try to make things all planned out and make sure everything's running smoothly beforehand. Listen, I, when things don't go as planned for the show, a Nero handles it like a professional, very calmly and patiently. I have been having a sustained panic attack since Friday. <laughs> uh, it was rhetorical! I... I, I kind of don't know where I am. I can taste colors. I know that that's not normal. <laughs> what? It's very purple in here. Uh, I, I, yeah, I haven't slept uh, hardly at all. I was, I, was up, I was up every hour last night trying to make sure that the Windows updates were updating. <laughs> that's it, a good one. It has been, it's been a miserable couple of hours. Uh, so anyway, I, the best that we could do was to get the logo on screen and and get the audio out. So that's Jesus, did you even try? I tried a lot. <laughs> I tried so much. I did. I tried so fucking much. Uh, Kidding, obviously. And, and uh, God damn, <laughs> he's killing it over there. You know, we used to joke. That LBR had a bit of a tech curse. I know. But the longer this joke runs, suddenly now we're just kind of worried like, okay, maybe we do. I know. I know. Uh, it really like, and I can't, it, I can't explain it. It, it, I, I have nightmares about this situation. <laughs> I, I, I don't like, I don't dream very much and I definitely don't remember my dreams when I do. 
Okay, but I have I I last week had a nightmare where I had literally I was in I was in the studio and every piece of the floor was covered in a different computer part <laughs> and they were all like daisy chained together right and the only part that i remember from the whole dream is that fritz started to come into the room and i went no <laughs> and everything went dead <laughs> and I woke up like like every like all the power like everything went down and I just woke up and and I woke up sweating I had sweat through my pajamas it was I, like I, I cannot tell you how much this shit stresses me out and and bums me out and uh, oh, you wake man. up and be like fuck you Fritz kick him out of the bed. <laughs> Kick him. I don't know. I <laughs> this is all your fault. I, I I don't. I hope I didn't. Nero has dreams about like his like hard drive failing while he's not wearing pants, oh and, and then he gets called on for the test. Dude, I I, <laughs> uh, I, I well, it's it is what it is. Yeah. So here we are. It, we were able to make it in time. I apologize if I seem frazzled because I am, uh, and uh, I I. I just take a deep breath. You're in your safe space now, <sighs> dude. You're it, with the LB army. I know, and I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like terrified that ever th- that these screens are gonna go black, and if they do, I'm, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna carefully because I learned this last week to not do anything with my headphones for fear of them breaking. <laughs> I'm gonna set down my headphones very gently, and I'm going to walk out my window. <laughs> I swear to God, I if if it go, if it all goes dead i'm just i'm done i'm packing it in i'm tapping out i'm just done i oh, okay I just well, see like the, oh. the computer goes off and he's just like move papa woody <laughs> just walks past him out the window look up that's, oh. that probably won't happen a much more likely scenario is that comcast will fail us no. again. <laughs> they are downstairs uh so okay but here's the thing uh so even though there's no uh there's no uh studio yes we are absolutely still able to take your calls uh that's the cool thing about limit break radio we build in redundancies to our system so uh really when my computer goes down the only thing that we lose is the ability to stream live to twitch so even if we had like hadn't been able to get the computer revived in time for today's live show, we still would have had a podcast. Yeah. Um, You just gotten it on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Uh, assuming whatever mysterious liquid happened to come on your motherboard (laughs) (laughs) didn't also come onto your recording device over there. Yes. Right. Uh, It didn't. Nero. It didn't. It didn't. You didn't. You know, honestly, honestly, if that was my jizz, I've had at least two of you look at the motherboard and take your pinky and then smell it afterwards. So you've had two of us. I think what I didn't touch it. I just looked at it. And Papa Woody doing before I got here. Our Uh, usual circle jerk. Anyway, uh, I'm not part of the circle jerk (laughs) for fairly obvious reasons. Anyway, because uh, it's a circle jerk. <laughs> if Nika was here, we'd let her in. Her team does it all the time in the fantasy league. But because I like them. 
Thanks. Uh, so, so anyway. Uh, well, I hope I'm not interrupting. I'm circle jerk. <laughs> Oddly on the nose drop. Uh, so anyway, all right. That's that. There we go. That's my uh, that that's that's my sad tale of woe this week. Juxta, how are you doing? Your back was hurting last week. Yeah, my sale tale of uh, woe. Your sale tale. Yeah. The sale. Did he usually have sad stories to tell? Sale tale. <laughs> Is that anything like a whale tale? Um, ah, I can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> Scully oh. is flashing back to your quiet cosplay. What? <laughs> so it's about oh. sailors, right? It's oh. about <laughs> Shut up, Papa. Nobody word. asked you. Boo. No, no my Boo. sad tale actually began 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 oh. last began. week. Yeah, on my second day of work. Ironically enough, I was going to the um, going to buy new shoes because my old shoes have holes in them, and you know when it's raining like crazy, it gets up in your shoe, and that's not conducive to a you know eleven hour day. Yeah, right. So I went to Target to get some new shoes, and I was rushed because I was I was rushed because it was like thirty minutes till my shift. So I was didn't bother going to like a a a bench or whatever. I just like kind of bent over twisted my back or whatever just fine and i left target and tarjay 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 then he went to john cristobal pennies (laughs) (laughs) oh good one papa that was nice no you are not giving the intern credit for that you scumbag (laughs) that was a nice that was a nice one oh eat a dick (laughs) (laughs) it was remarkably clear too considering he doesn't have a microphone i know it's weird how that happens (sighs) would you say that is woody props uh yeah well no actually i'm gonna take credit for that one because that was my masterful uh engineering skills i just popped on his microphone real quick because i knew he was gonna say something clever and then i popped it right back off (sighs) that's really interesting because he never says anything clever I know it's shocking or just anything I know anyway so about I left the left Harjay and I went to the mall to get shoes and I bought shoes and as I was leaving suddenly I couldn't move like literally I went to my car and as I was gonna bend over to unplug or uh, unlock my car I couldn't bend over anymore and I actually couldn't walk, and it was the most painful 10 minutes of my life because I couldn't, like, bend over to put new shoes on. I couldn't get into my car. So I just kind of walked around my car in the parking lot <laughs> trying to work it out. Have you tried running? <laughs> Not when my did, back is completely effed up. I went to the doctor. Yeah, did you see a doctor? Yeah, I went to the doctor last Monday, and apparently it's just like a pinched nerve or Ugh. like a oh, pinched disc or something. Ugh. Actually, oh, discs are not are not cool. My yeah, mom had no. went surgery with her slip discs and shit. Yeah, like, slip disc is a. Nah, I don't fun. think it's probably not a slip disc then, because I mean, I went to uh, went to an X-ray to see what the problem was with that, and they haven't called me back, so I can only assume that it hasn't been anything that drastic. Well, let me. Or let, they just don't have anything they can do about hang it. Hang on, let, let me. What, what day? What day did did that happen? Uh, everything happened. No, on, no, no. What, what, what day did you get the x-ray? Uh, on Monday. On Monday? Yeah. So if they got the results of the x-ray, like maybe on 
on like Friday. Maybe they didn't call. See, because I got, I went into the doctor on Wednesday this mm-hmm. past week. Right. And I got, you know, a full blood workup, HIV test, the whole thing. And I was thinking you have like. HIV? No, well, no. I, but I, oh, that's cool. I haven't tested for it in a little while. So I thought it would be good. That's but cool. I was thinking about it. Like I was like, I was, you know, like it doesn't take that long to process blood work. Like they should have called me by now. Because they, they haven't called me at all. And then I was thinking, you know, maybe, maybe they just didn't want to call me on April Fool's Day. Because maybe, <laughs> maybe that's just not the best day to break news to somebody. I mean, I'm not feeling bad or anything. I mean, outside of the complete rampant anxiety that I've been feeling for the past two days. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. That was just my own. That was my own personal theory. Like, if you be. like, can you imagine if you had to tell someone that they had AIDS on April Fool's Day? Yeah, or, you, got, think... or you have like late stage cancer. Like, we might be able to do something if we start treatment immediately. Like, if we can't wait another day, right? Like, I think my response that to that would be like, you're. You're fucking with me, right? Like a little. That's in horrible <laughs> taste, you scumbag. No doctor would ever actually do like if a doctor that's pulled what, an April Fool's joke on you, they could probably get sued. No, yeah, no, no. I'm not good. saying that. Not saying that they would play an April Fool's joke, but delivering news like that on April Fool's Day has got to be very awkward. Yeah. Or weird for a doctor. That's my only. Because point. everyone's gonna be like, the Haha, April Fool's right, and you're like, no, yeah. Yeah. The anyway, April Fool any, is you anyway. because it's true. <laughs> I know. And I you're going to die. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true of everyone. Uh, Scalia. Uh, so, yeah, I remember back in the day, I used to love Magic pre-release weekends. They were my favorite because, yeah. like, go play and they're fun. Working at a game store, those aren't my favorite anymore. This weekend has been two uh, 12 and a half hour shifts. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, so Saturday morning, I got home about seven in the morning and went to sleep. And I got nudged awake about an hour later, and we had a family health scare oh, that no. morning. So I had to go to the hospital, and I was at the hospital till like four in the afternoon. Finally got out of there, came home, showered, went back to work for another 12-hour shift, got home this morning around six in the morning, and was just like, if I go to sleep... There is a 0% chance I get up for Limit Break Radio. Yeah. 0.0. So I have just been up. I have slept one hour in the past two days and I'm Aww. dying. Doesn't your place of employment have like other employees <laughs> that they could <can laughs> call in? They for do and they work, but they work the day shift. Like it's me and one guy work the overnight shift for those pre releases and Brutal. then the other two guys work the day shift. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. I, uh, I just feel like you work an awful lot for having like for being part time and yeah. never having any money. Yeah. Only yeah. like I so I normally work twenty hours, twenty to twenty five hours a week, but on pre release weekends I work like double that. Jeez. Uh and Woody, I'm just I'm gonna give you a mic here for a second. Yeah. Just share. Go ahead. Well, uh let's see. All right, that was a great second. Thanks Good. for yeah, sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah? No. Just go ahead. Uh this week I'm on. Why do you even bother? <laughs> Living <laughs> like Nero, I'm ready to jump out the fucking window. I know, I know, dude. All I'm right, right there. Hey, um, I've had medication changes, so I've had lack of sleep. You know, some nights not yeah. feeling well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then on fucking April Fool's on Friday, Friday. Yeah, my computer also went down when yeah. I came home. Yeah, I got the 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 uh, the boot manager error. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Nope. So I put in my Windows Seven, didn't recognize it. Ooh. 
Shut it off. Try to restart it. Nothing. Nothing. Nada. Nothing. Ugh. And so it, you thought it was your power, power supply, supply, and you brought that with you. We tested it. Turns right on. It, yeah. And it's yeah. my my motherboard as well. <sighs> Did you also jizz on it? No. No. Mine's up high, so I, I'm not, I don't have that kind of accuracy. <laughs> Probably why I'm a bad bard. You know? he, he, knows, he says the on. accuracy. He does have the force behind him, though. Say, it's, yeah. got the, it's got the distance. Yes. Yes, it does. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So those are all of our personal tales of woe. I thought we'd, we'd get that right out yeah, of the I, way. I had a good week, guys. So you know what? No one cares, Nika. <laughs> Mute her microphone. <laughs> We are a sad, Here's depressing show. Nika, Nika coming in to humble brag once again. <laughs> that wasn't I mean, even I humble. Just, I like, wanted to say something. And you know, Nika's like, like, I won an award this weekend. And uh. <laughs> Anyway, that's a very roundabout way of explaining why we don't have visuals this week. If you're watching on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Limit Break Radio, we do apologize. It is going to be an audio-only version of the show. If you listen to the podcast over at LimitBreakRadio.com, you will be unaffected. You'll notice no difference, honestly. <laughs> it's going to be no different from you, for you. Although you may have noticed a couple of changes that we've made to the RSS feeds. As I said on uh, previous episodes, we have removed all episodes of Final Encountercast and Refresh from the uh, Limit Break Radio, a uh, radio returns the specific FF14 content feed that exists for Limit Break Radio. Uh, we appreciate you guys checking out the shows, and uh, we wanted to, to uh, you know, post those as a way to encourage you guys checking it out we hope that you did and if you liked that content you can now find those at their own feeds which uh, can be found both at iTunes but also over at finalencountercast.com so uh, oh and the other thing is is that uh, the uh, Limit Break Radio Network feed has now officially been changed to the LBR Podcast Network so that's going to feature everything from Limit Break Radio everything from Final Countercast and everything from Refresh. So if you want to subscribe to everything, you can do that. That's LimitBreakRadio.com slash RSS.XML or just search LBR Podcast Network. Uh, and uh, speaking of which, uh, with all of the uh, technical uh, issues, uh, we're going to be uh, no, we're not going to be doing refresh on Wednesday, just so you guys know. <gasps> we do apologize. Sorry about that. I may, I may pop on and uh, air an old episode from uh, the from original the original run. From the original run. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty butthurt about it. But it, the thing is, is I'm I'm going to need I'm going to need some time to set everything back up. Uh, I got everything that I could set up in a hurry, but. Uh, do you not like save like your can you like not save your OBS like profile somewhere? Maybe you, like Dropbox them in the future. Can we do that? Uh, you can. The thing is, I've got to install fonts because yeah. I use a lot of different yeah. fonts. I, I'm going to try to restore the OBS profile. Uh, I just I, there's other stuff that I have to do right. before I try to do that. Okay. So and if I have to remake it. That's not the worst thing in the world because I mean I I knew I was gonna I, I knew I was gonna rebuild Final Encounters from the ground up. Uh, I you know it may be a good time to. Uh, no, we can might as well wait on that. Go ahead and rebuild it from like to what it was before, and then go ahead and rebuild it. From nah, the I think I think we're gonna have to rebuild it from the ground up. I feel Any, like that's kind of like roundabout. Why don't we just make it old <laughs> again and then make it new? Anyway, uh, just shut up. <laughs> 
just shut. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if uh, if you're subscribed to the podcast on uh, on our website and you're curious where episodes of stuff that you like went, then uh, check out some of our other feeds available at LimitBreakRadio.com and FinalEncounterCast.com. Uh, also, uh, for those that are super excited about all of that Final Fantasy 15 news, after we wrap up this show at about five o'clock, we'll be live over at Twitch.tv/slash FinalEncounterCast. That will also be an audio only presentation sorry about that again uh and uh uh, we'll be talking a lot about final fantasy 15 so we are going to be taking your calls uh today on limit break radio you can do that uh limit break radio on skype or 810-515-8715 uh we're going to be talking about two things today on the show uh we're going to be uh talking about uh patch 3.25 and the most recent anima step that was added uh we want to get your reaction to it uh there's been a lot of discussion about uh, was the eye level increase enough? Uh, were the tasks that they added difficult enough? Is Square Enix just phoning it in with the anima step at this point? We want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715 and we, I saw at the beginning of the show that we got a host from Joe Never. If he's still around, he may want to chime up, uh, chime in on this uh, topic. Uh, we're going to talk about feast feeding. Uh, people have been using the new PV method to win trade and uh not even win, win trade tra- just win give just win give uh to be able to uh welfare wins yep to uh, be able to farm eso <laughs> so uh we want to hear from you what do you feel about feast feeding is that a legitimate tactic to farm your uh your your tomes or is this uh some scum of the earth type shit we want to hear exactly from you we also want to thank our sponsor alamo city comic-con check them out at alamocitycomiccon.com uh we normally have their logo on screen and would be playing their trailers uh and everything but unfortunately with having to reset everything uh we're we're getting a lot of that back up and running so uh again thank you to alamo city comic-con check them out uh at alamocitycomiccon.com uh and uh yeah, if you're going to be in San Antonio uh, or want to come to Alamo City Comic Con, Limit Break Radio is going to be out there with a whole bunch of other cool people, including Tom Kenny, uh, Amy Jo Johnson. Uh, um, I'm trying to think, David Prowse, Billy D. Williams, Billy D. Williams. Lando's going to be there. Man. Yes, yeah. yep, Lando. Do me a favor. Can you guys take out a um, a Colt 45 bottle for me and get it signed? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, we probably could do that. That'd be fucking I, awesome. I'd probably have to empty it to bring it back on. The, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No. I mean, we can get it, and we'll have it in the studio, but we won't actually give it to you. Oh, yeah. You can just see it. You can visit it every week. Okay. Actually, you know what? No, not even that. We're going to put it up here on the shelf, and when you come over, we're going to put like a blanket over it so you can't even see it. <laughs> it's it's going to be like the elf on the shelf. Except, <laughs> it's going to be LBR's version of elf on the shelf. We have to cover up the Billy D. Williams Colt 40 bottle. <laughs> move, it, move it around every, every few weeks. Yep. Yeah. Juxta goes the extra mile despite interns. Juxta, I respect that, man. <laughs> well, they're interns. They're not people. They don't have feelings or emotions. He, you speaks, would know. From, he speaks from a place of uh, a place of hurt, way down deep. Well, he would know. He was. He is our longest standing intern. Yes, idiot. So. <laughs> He's a symbol yes. to all interns of what you can become with enough annoyance. <laughs> enough persistence I, oh. and I perseverance. Wait. I sure can't wait. I think he's just a simpleton. That's all I that's all I can come up with. Papa? No, you. 
you too no See, you're on my iPhone, you know. Exactly. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, thank you to uh, Alamo City Comic Con and check them out, alamocitycomiccon.com. Did we ever figure out a way that we wanted to give away uh, the 60 day time card? I, I, I had kind of thrown it out there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, we need to figure a way to do this. And then I, and like, then I threw out suggestions. She's like, no, that's dumb. And then someone else threw out suggestions and then nobody responded at all. I threw out a suggestion. I thought everyone would like Papa's idea. I have, no, Papa, I, I have no I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, so we're 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 entrusting this to Papa. We're just give it we're here Papa, here's a 60-day time card to give away. Okay, Papa, tell us how we're going to give away the 60-day time card. I'm interested to hear this. Well, I thought we could give out a catchphrase on LBR and then another catchphrase on FEC and then the winner would have to post it to both phrases to Twitter before the uh, podcast or or whatever gets re- gets posted on Tuesday. Hmm. So it was a good idea. Encourage us to listen to both and yeah. go on the Twitter. Do do we do and we say the catchphrase in? Well, I, I, mm. uh, hmm, hmm. how does that? So each show has a unique catchphrase. Each show would have a unique mm-hmm. catchphrase, and then uh, so they have to listen to both shows, right? And then of the people who who post the right phrases to Twitter, we'd pick one of them. Yeah. So you say like yeah, today's like drawing. Yeah, you say like today's cat the the, the sixty day uh, time card catchphrase is whatever. Well, don't say it right now. I, I know. Don't I, let people I, know. I, I didn't, but then on the LBR, okay. and then you can say the second half the same thing. The the catchphrase is okay. On FEC. And everyone who tweets it by Tuesday gets put into a drawing. Yeah. Okay. All Which right. Which means they have to have listened live. Okay. All right. I like this. I like this. This is this is this is pretty good. This is pretty it good. Was a good idea. Let's add another layer to it. Thank you. Let's what? make let's make the catchphrase is one of my drops. Maybe. I mean do you have a specifically really good one? Oh, I have tons of really good ones. No, no, no. I mean, like... <laughs> a specifically really good one. Yeah, like, not just like, okay, haha, but like, like, do you have one picked out, like... No. No? Nothing no. special? Okay. I mean, if right. it gets too elaborate, then they won't be able to yeah, write exa- it down it, in time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's also got to fit into 140 characters. Some of those drops are pretty long. If you just pick maybe, one at random... Maybe they can uh, do a double tweet. Is this not worth a double tweet? No. Maybe it's worth like sixty tweets because you're getting sixty days out of it. Okay, so so if you want to hear if you want to hear the pat the the passphrase for the first part, we're going to do it at some point here on LBR, mm-hmm. and then the second part of it will come at some point during FEC. Mm-hmm. So someone could get this third could could walk away with this time card if they stick it out and listen to both shows live. Right. Correct. But you gotta, you know, okay, all right. Tweet I think you're it right, though. It has Tuesday. to be a fast. It has to be, you know, the chat is pointing out a very important aspect of this. It should be shorter than that because if before Tuesday, people who didn't listen live are seeing a bunch of people tweeting a catchphrase, who says they can't just copy someone else's tweet at that point? And are, yeah, do we? Is it the first person that does it? It gets it. Like you could the, put like maybe the first twenty people, maybe and the first then twenty people get put into a drawing. Oh, the first twenty get put into a drawing. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, unless we were retweeting it, like, I don't think, or if people follow us and the person, they could see if they tweeted at us. But I don't, I mean, I mean, it works for me. Yeah, works. We've given away stuff with worth, worse uh, okay. methodologies. <laughs> there be a deadline for, like, when you can start? Like, you can't tweet until the second the show's over, or? No, I think you should, as soon as you know it's them both, you should be able to tweet. Or, or do they, or, or is the, 
is is the starting gun when the show gets posted as a podcast no because then no because then people who listen like yeah this is supposed to be like we're benefiting people who listen live okay i think it closes when the show's posted as a podcast no, that's the latest that can go. Yeah. But the thing is, is if it goes longer than 10 minutes, there are going to be people who didn't listen live who can just copy the tweet and start. Okay. Sharing. All right. All right. So you got to listen live to both shows. Yeah. We're going to do this today. Do you want a 60-day time card for FF14? Then I bet uh, you do. I Well, if you're listening to this show, I guarantee you that Think you how do. much content you can get done in that time. I know. Right? Like all of, all of them. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck you. We just, we just have to decide if they can tweet in the middle of the show as soon as they know both or if it's like the yeah. second episode. Well, yeah, why yeah. Not? As soon as, as, soon know, as you know it. both, go for it. First 20 that we get, we'll get put into a drawing. One of the 20 people will win. That's how this works. Yep. You want to add some real stakes to this? Let's make Papa give the catchphrases and think of them on his own. That's what I was going to do. And now, now it's on you, Mr. Woody, to be creative and smart and intelligent, which we all know you will fail. Well, after that, I'm pretty sure I got a good catchphrase right now for you. <laughs> okay, do you think about yourself? Hey, you're you number one too, Kooky? Papa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, his mic goes off until we've decided that uh, it is time for the catchphrase. And we won't tell him it's time for the catchphrase. It's like, no. And now catchphrase from Woody. Right. And then done. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some FF14 news. This is a limit-breaking news update. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely, it's going over the stream. It's oh, just, we, just, we, we just, just can't hear it? It's just our headphones. Okay. <laughs> there, see? It's a short in the cord. Should we get a new cord? No. Well, we could. We should. I mean, that would be like a $2 repra- replacement. No, we can't afford that. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, all right. I've got 14 news. Uh, a new Bennu mount was added to the cash shop. So if you're sick of uh, trying to get that from your sky retainers... It's not even that expensive anymore. It's like three, four mil on the auction house. And that was as of last week, so... If you're sick of sending your sky retainers out or you don't want to spend three or four mil, uh, you can just fork over the... What is it? 24. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Hey, what? Get the fuck out of here. That Bennu mount is $24. If I'm not mistaken. That's more than Odin, right? No, it's the same. I thought Odin was 20. No, it's 24. No, oh. yeah, yeah. Odin is 24. Uh, but, but wait, but the Benamon is just a recolor, isn't it? It is. Yeah, $24? Uh, like, recolor? And, but the thing is, yeah, like, okay. It, it plays T13, T12? It plays the whatever music it is. Oh, the Phoenix music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's cool. That is cool. Still not it's worth... It's not $24, cool. Yep, still not worth $24. But here's the thing. The Odin mount was way more unique. I get it that it was kind of a reskin of the existing horses that we had. But it was yeah. but it was I mean it it was clearly it was Odin's It mount. was Slepnir, right? It, yeah, like it was yeah. yeah. I, I like that there's I, no lore behind Bennu. Well yeah, yeah there is. There's sure lore there behind Bennu. Sure there is. Yeah he was yeah. A, he was a giant he was bird the, the bird in, in, in T twelve for yeah T twelve. But shut up <laughs> idiot but the, uh, that I still don't I still don't understand how or why this would be worth twenty four dollars. I could justify it for the Odin mount. I could not justify it here. How much is the the red and white Magitek armors? I, that's a great question. I have no idea. I think they're like 
ten dollars? Yeah, I feel like they're way less. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, those are literally just reskins or recolors. Yeah. And, and I mean, just I don't know, man. Whatever. Twenty four dollars. That's steep. I feel they should have gave us fucking Phoenix. That would have been cool and worth twenty four dollars. Yeah. Uh, I actually agree with you. I don't know that I can say any mount would be worth twenty four dollars. It's still just an aesthetic mount. I I also agree with that too. I I don't know. I it. I would not have. I would not have gotten the Odin. Well, maybe I would have. I don't know. But you. But Juxta had gotten it for, it for, for, for yeah, you. Yeah, for, like, for Christmas. But I yeah. did want it. I legitimate. When they added that to the cash shop, I was like. But you didn't do it. You waited till someone bought it for you. It was pretty quick that 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 somebody bought it for me. Yeah. I didn't have to wait that long. I would. I feel like I would have broke down. I have no desire to buy this bending mount at all. No. But I kind of do. If really? It was Ten bucks. I might. Just at, at twenty. Music. At twenty four. That's the thing. Like, I don't have a problem with purchasable cosmetics, but there's a number where you're just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, twenty four dollars is insane. Like, ten dollars for a really cool reskin of something or a really cool yeah. aesthetic is not a problem to me. But twenty four. Yeah, it's like when you're getting up to twenty four. It's like. Like at that number, like you might as well just start paying like two hundred and seventy nine dollars for like a game or something. <laughs> yeah, what that a is loser a loser to do that. Like two month subscription. Yeah, that's a. I mean, especially because the zoo mount looks exactly like it, just a different color. Okay, for starters, Nika. For some people, that's one month. Okay. <laughs> Your retainer addiction. Oh God. <laughs> you have how many retainers do you have? Uh, I have. How many do I have? I think I have seven. Good God. Total. I mean, How many can you have? Eight. Wow. Well, I need it for all the fucking glamour. Oh, my God. Uh, of course. Square Enix needs to add a glamour chest. What? Like uh, a place for a glamour chest? Uh, you know, like the uh, arm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, got it. I know. That was a pun. It's you can't equip really bad. It's really good. It's really bad. I, I do actually want mannequins. Like no mannequins would actually equipable mannequins would be hype. No, I would. I, that would be great. Uh, so also uh, we saw the uh, release of patch three point two five, which we're going to be talking about in much more detail here in a little bit. If you would like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. Something I forgot to mention, both to you, Juxta, and to Kuki, who I'm sure is listening right now, is that I do not have Skype installed on this <laughs> okay. computer, so I will not know when there is someone on the line. Okay, I will take charge of that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're so, really welcome. So... <laughs> It is, dude, this is this week this week has been brutal it just has it really it's gonna be look it's gonna be this kind of a show guys it, it just i come on don't be shitty that's it, what our twitch viewers are saying to us do you remember episode three of limit break radio this time around when we tried to get drunk before the show started oh god <laughs> i do it is this is the rebirth i do uh, I yeah I'm ugh. anyway all right let's talk about uh, 3.25 uh, the uh, latest anima weapon quest has been added uh, of course you could find that up in Oz's law I could not be bothered to read any of that flavor text I tried I was even on stream when I was doing it I think we were waiting to queue on a dungeon and I just clicked through it uh, what is going on? What did, are we still finding the voice of the weapon or whatever? Uh, mm. Well, since the quest is called finding your voice, I hope so. <laughs> mm. uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, this, the flavor text this time around was not very exciting, so yeah. Okay, all right. Guess I'm so not... exciting that I don't remember it. Yeah, we have to get oils for some reason. <laughs> did Did any of you guys finish yet? So you... <laughs> I'm at three. You're at three. No, you're not playing right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, nobody's done Mika? yet. I, I'm well. I'm no. just. I was kind of curious what the resolution to it is. I don't. Really I mean, give a shit about I, if I wanted to, I could have been done by now. I mean, that's how easy this. Fuck. We'll we'll get into this later. Let's, yeah. let's, let's hold off. On that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, a number the or the number of grand company seals required uh, for the following items has been reduced, uh, and uh, the that's the uh, chocobo. Uh, insurance or issuance? Sorry, can't read today. Chocobo insurance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, gotta get my gotta get my chocobo insurance up to date. I know. Get that collision up. I was, I was kind of confused as I said it. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Do I have to get collision insurance or can I just get PLPD? <laughs> well, I mean, your deductible, your deductible is going to go way up. I mean, it'll be like five hundred Geisho greens if you oh, don't get brutal. a good rate. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to switch to Geico. One sec. The Chocobo issuances. The Chocobo issuances. Yeah, well, that's that's what you use when you have uh, Chocogo, right? (laughs) Stop. That was the worst. That was was so disappointing. I was so bummed out about that April Fool's joke. I thought it was funny. That was the one piece of news that we kind of just kind of glossed over. Oh, well, actually, we technically haven't gotten there yet. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, the the Chocobo. Whatever. It's funny. Yeah, it it is, but it's just like in this, it, day, in this day and age, you expect funnier than that. Is like, it? If you're gonna try, you got to do better than that. Like you got people like funny. you've got people like Blizzard around. You got people like Riot around who do really good April um, Fool's jokes. Yeah, look, yeah. look. God played the best April Fool's joke on me and Woody that <laughs> anyone has ever played. Okay, all 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 credit goes to God. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's the only time good. only time you'll ever hear me say that. Yeah. Uh, Chocobo, <laughs> Chocobo issuances uh, from uh, 2000 to 200 now. Uh, descriptions for where to obtain uh, certain orchestrian roles in the orchestrian list have been changed. Uh, they added a lot of shit for Chocobo racing. They sure yeah. did. Which well, they I, said they were going to to get more MGP. Yeah, but when you hear that you think there's going to be some stuff like this was a like this is half of the update yeah or more yeah it was yeah, there's quite a lot that's changed in here um uh entry requirements the uh challenge races will be available upon speaking with the chocobo ra- uh the race chocobo registrar uh speak with the race chocobo registrar in chocobo square and select your desired challenging race there's a bunch of different challenge races uh and they, worth a lot of MGP. They really are. I mean, anywhere yeah. the output is anywhere from twenty thousand to fifty thousand, depending on uh, the type of uh, the type of race. I mean, that's pretty significant. Let's probably right get there. some people to actually do this. Yeah, yeah. At least to grind out that I don't know what, however many K that is. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, that that's pretty impressive. I I have to imagine that there are definitely some more people who I don't know want that turtle mount or something. Oh, fuck that! Turtle I hate mount. that thing. What is? What is even in Gold Saucer that's good anymore? Like, mount? That's it? I still don't have the dances because I've been spending all my MGP trying to get Zidane. <laughs> Cards. You still don't have Zidane? No, and guess what? The other day, Saren fucking goes and buys a gold pack on a whim, and guess what he gets? Uh, he got- Warrior of Light. <laughs> so he got Zidane. Right, just out of nowhere. And I've spent, like, I've, I've got to be going on 2 million MGP by now. It's ridiculous. 
You could have had two Fenrir mounts, Nika. I could have, and I could have had the cloud card as well. But you didn't. Nope. Uh, no, between you playing FF11 and him getting the Zidane card, I don't know how you, if you two kids are going to make it. I'm starting I to worry. Know. I don't know. Uh, special opponents will appear in each race. Challenges can only be cleared by placing higher than these special opponents. Uh, players will be matched with other players and regular NPCs in addition to special opponents. Uh, special racing opponents will be uh, denotated by a unique icon next to their name, as well as a different colored nameplate. Multiple special racing opponents may be present depending on the challenge selected. In such cases, players must place higher than all special racing opponents to clear the challenge uh so a, a bunch of race abilities have been added if chocobo racing is something that you care about we're not going to go through each, each of these point by point you can check it out on the lodestone uh all of the info is there uh but uh, a lot of uh, a lot of adjustments being made to uh to chocobo racing the amount of experience gained upon completing uh races has increased uh the strength of uh, npcs has been reduced the number of obstacles that appear during during races has been reduced furthermore the positioning of obstacles has been adjusted uh when more than two new players are registered for a race bonus experience proportionate to the number of participants will be added to the reward mm -hmm. the amount of experience and mgp received has been increased based on the length of the courses uh the race item uh, stamina tablet is uh will now also restore a small amount of stamina when stamina is at zero a special flying tech Text message and graphical effect will be displayed when race abilities and items fail to activate and a flying texting uh, texting message will appear when activating the race ability chocobo reflect or choco reflect uh, there's a bunch of other stuff uh, design of the stamina gauge has been adjusted to improve visibility the color of names of the position uh, of the match setting for the NPC display names and uh, the cutscene that displays at the beginning of each race can now be skipped oh that's probably really good <clears throat> just saves a little bit of time there some nice qol stuff uh there's uh the mgp reward for the following activities in the gold saucer has been increased chocobo races obviously lords of verminion yay gates and mini games uh you know the challenge log for uh playing lords of verminion three times ten thousand mgp for oh, three chocobo lot. races no for three lords of verminion, oh, lords of verminion. you know why because there's only four total people on the server that were playing it four Four. Yeah. four somebody went and checked the 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 leaderboards there was only four people oh literally literally only four <laughs> i'm not even it's oh. not I'm, it's I'm like not, you're not figuratively it's not figurative i'm not trying to be a smart ass or make a joke or make a, a, a crack at lords of verminion's expense somebody checked the board while we were live this we were on stream and there were only four names on <laughs> the board they're player haters how many games did they play i have no idea four yeah, that'd be interesting right there i have no idea that is flooring i know no flooring <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway. <sighs> uh so yeah uh, mgp stuff has uh been changed a whole bunch uh if you want to check that out that's over at the lodestone uh and we also got some uh feast adjustments in here as well <laughs> Uh, they added a QR code to your to your feast profile, to they, your PvP profile. They did. <laughs> but why, why exactly? 
why that? I have not quite figured out why. Yeah, I well, me neither. Juxta, give us your your take on why there's a QR code there. So you can post your elite stats on the thing and be like, look, check out my QR, bro. Gotta get that gamer score up. <laughs> it's all in preparation for Xbox this One. This is esports, okay? Very important but, stuff. But like, doesn't that mean you have to actually scan it on mobile? Like, don't most people like just look at it on the PC? I don't know. That seems weird. Well, you take your screenshot and post it somewhere where can people read it, and then they those people take their phones and scan it. But what? I, why? Hang on. That's easier than doing a link because can I? Yeah, can I just say I that? Just click the link rather than getting my phone out of my purse. Like, I'm not gonna do. Well, that. not everyone has purses, Nika. Hang on, hang on. In your pocket. Can are we just glossing over the fact that I've never had like uh, I've never had a QR code work for me ever? Like I've tried. Have I've, you tried recently? I, not recently, no. Because like, there's QR codes in like your receipts from Walmart, which I use to get money back in Ibotta, and it works really good. You're just like, oh, let's see, click. Oh, it's gotten already. That's how quick it is. I I literally I, I it like it's just like oh it's a picture with black and white stuff on it. That's cool. My phone doesn't do anything with it. Do you have an app for it? I do. Do it's you have a good app? I don't for know. It? I have no idea. Try getting a new updated app. Maybe. So I, I, for how many people are going to use this? Let's let's set the over under on how many people are going to actually use this. Let's say at a nice random number like four, <laughs> maybe four people. Do you think more or less than four people will use this QR code? More. Than four people? Yeah, yeah four, four people. I think more than four will use it. I'll find five people to do this for me, and I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's. It, I I can't fit. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. But anyway, uh, in preparation for season one of the feast, a button and a QR code linking to a rankings page on the lodestone has been added to the PvP profile window under character in the main menu okay see now this is just showing that square enix is trying to like pretend that they're really in like in like trying to like make this esports thing real okay they're invested in pvp they are invested they have a button and a qr code bam wow i jesus did you even try yes they did how yes they did how i i i don't i don't understand how companies think they're gonna they're like gonna try to work in on the on the esports angle or the any of that i just i don't understand it it's very very strange uh anyway uh so some of the uh pvp actions have been adjusted uh somersault for monk uh potency has been reduced from a, uh has been increased sorry from 180 to 200 recast time has been reduced from 90 to 60 seconds uh enhanced somersault recast time reduction has been changed from 60 to 40 uh for uh bard far shot got an adjustment potency has been increased from 170 to 200 enhanced far shot uh two increased potency has been changed from 200 to 240 uh for uh ninja overwhelm uh got uh got adjusted recast time has been reduced from 90 to 60 seconds enhanced overwhelm recast time reduction has been changed from 60 to 40 seconds and uh ill wind uh, recast time has been reduced from 150 to 120 seconds ill wind recast time has been reduced uh, 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 enhanced. I'm sorry. Enhanced, yes. Uh, uh, f- uh, changed from uh, 120 to 90 seconds. So, there you go. Uh, then... What about the exciting Dark Knight buffs? 
Yes. Uh, Dark Knight uh, potency for Tar Pit has been increased from 150 to 200. Recast time has been reduced from 180 seconds to 150. Uh, Enhanced Tar Pit recast time reduction has been changed from 150 to 120 seconds. And Enhanced Tar Pit 2 increased potency has been changed from 180 to 240. That's quite that's quite a that's a bump up. That's quite a boost, I gotta say. Uh, and then Carnal Chill recast time has been reduced from 150 to 120 seconds. Carnal uh, enhanced Carnal Chill recast time reduction has been changed from 120 to 90 seconds. So that's what we're kind of looking at for uh, all of the PvP action changes. Uh, following adjustments have been made to improve the pace of combat. Uh, winning condition for the Feast 8-on-8 eight eight matches has been changed from uh, 1,200 to 1,100. Players will automatically be returned to their respective landing points three seconds after being incapacitated. So does that mean they took raising out of it effectively? Is that what that uh, means to say? No, that just means so if you raise someone, you have to do it quicker. Really quick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, I see. Yeah, and to be honest, you don't want to use like the spell raise because that gives you weakness. But there are uh, healer abilities that are like insta cast raise without weakness. Oh, really? PvP in PvP. Yeah, in PvP. In PvP. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and let's see. The duration of invincibility after being returned to the landing point has been increased from ten to twelve seconds. No more camping the spawn. Nah, I still camp it. Uh, the following adjustment to supply boxes has been made to hasten the flow of combat. The HP of adrenaline supply boxes has been reduced. Uh, there's been adjustments to some foreign to uh, foreign four matches as well. Additional offense kits will appear on the field after a certain period of time, and only one defense kit will appear on the field over the course of a match. For eight on eight matches, the number of offense and defense kits that appear at the start of a match has been increased. Additional adrenaline kits, medicine kits, offense kits and defense kits will appear on the field after a certain period of time. The portion of the barriers placed in the center of the map has been removed. Uh, the degree to which PvP ratings increase uh, or decrease at the conclusion of a rated match has been adjusted. The PvP rating uh, required uh, to participate in uh, promotion qualifiers for each tier has been adjusted uh, and uh, display names for the feast have uh, added under the general tab of display name settings uh, in the character configuration interface abbreviations for the class uh, or job of allies and enemy players can now appear next to nameplates that Thank is god that yeah. is a great change that is i mean that needed to happen really quickly yeah so uh good. so see this like kind of shows that square enix is trying to take an active approach at their esports game <laughs> so uh and uh to further improve matching speeds uh language settings will be ignored when registering for the feast good job Yay. Uh, the strength of the echo granted in uh, Alex Gordius Savage has been increased. Uh, the right. That seems really fast to add that already. Yeah, uh, it's uh, gone, no one's up, doing it. gone up to 15 now. Uh, the positions uh, of the entrance in Alexander Fist of the Sun Savage and shortcuts have been adjusted. Do you have any idea what they're talking about, Nika? Yeah, um, it's really funny. In A5S, when you clear Faust and the shortcut pops up to like skip to the boss, it was kind of like over to the side of the platform. And so when you'd respawn after a wipe, you'd just like run right past it. 
Oh, and so now they put weird. the shortcut literally like in the doorway so you can't <laughs> oh okay well yeah there you go so now the bads will maybe not be bad yeah uh saying. there have been a bunch of item adjustments those are always uh fun to read right off the page so uh they're so fun in fact that we're going to give you the opportunity <laughs> to go read them on your own they're available at the lodestone you can also find a link at our website limitbreakradio.com uh some new achievements have been added um what's this chocobo uh it's an interesting looking chocobo is that some chocobo barding that they added yeah that's the racing barding that you get from oh that's that's actually some kind of sweet looking barding right there i gotta say i like in general i tend to like the minimalist bardings just because they can yeah like it does more yeah yeah no i i agree um so uh there you go that's uh most of uh 3.25 in a nutshell right there uh, and we're going to be interested to hear from you. We want to take your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715 about 3.25. What did you think of the animal weapon step that was added? Too much? Too little? Did it leave you wanting more? Are you going to be bored till 3.3 now? Uh, so we're going to talk about all of that coming up here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, but a couple of uh, a couple of other pieces of news. Uh, we had talked about this last week and uh we got confirm a confirmation over this week that the uh 7-eleven drink code drink code promotion that's going on over in japan uh those codes are region locked wah, wah. just so you know See, that's bullshit yeah that's, that's bullshit uh they did say that uh because uh, there was a question about bringing those those outfits over to America, the Americas, the America, the, the important place. That's right. Uh, and uh, uh, it's gonna, ha- it'll happen. It'll go in the cash shop. Yeah, twenty four dollars cash shop. Oh <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> you know what? That's a good idea. I feel like they should just add some item, like a mount or something that's like super awesome, but just pr- set the price point super ridiculous, like eighty bucks or even a hundred. Yeah, it's a piece of glory here. Yeah, well, I mean, like you know what? Not everyone should have it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we also got, uh, the April Fool's joke, uh, Choco Go, which is, uh, like... An Uber for Chocobus. Yeah, it's the, it's dumb. It's, 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 it's I, thought, really I thought the commercial was well done. It was, I, I guess it was put together well, but it wasn't very funny at all. Like, that's a thing. It was just okay. Yeah, they were, they were literally, it felt like they were trying to play it up like it was a real thing rather than just saying, ha, it's a joke, get it? Yeah, I was. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, like everybody knows that all these companies do April Fool's jokes now, so it's not like they were actually trying to fool us. Well, it's not about fooling people; it's about being funny and being like hamming it up and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're making it so blatantly obvious that it's a joke that it just wraps around to being funny again. Right. That's 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 the kind of April Fool's jokes that are the best. Not stuff that's like, oh, it could be real. Yeah, do you remember remember that one year where uh, Blizzard said that they were going to introduce a panda race, and they were like, oh, (laughs) don't worry, guys, it's just a joke. Oh, Uh, all right, I've I've actually got the trailer pulled up. Why don't we uh, Why don't we take a look at this here? Hold on, I thought you said this is audio only. Well, there are times. Uh, Well, this is easy to put on the revolutionary. The Final Fantasy XIV inspired Chocogo app is pioneering a new green energy alternative in transportation and bringing a truly progressive ride-sharing option to our customers on the street. Man, look at all that B-roll. Partnering with the best scientists, know, engineers, right? and genetics experts in Japan to breed a Sid exceptional Shipman. fleet of Chocobos. 
Our cutting-edge Chocobo app connects you to the nearest Chocobo with a simple swipe. When you call on a Chocobo, you can that choose funny. its color, play your favorite Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV music. I'm I'm waiting to laugh. I haven't watched this yet, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I, I just I, I knew. <laughs> Wait, how can you sit there and say it's not funny? You haven't watched it. Because I knew, I knew. I'm watching it now. I'm not laughing. Essentially, on autopilot, just pop in your destination and enjoy the scenery. Wait and laugh. He's a fun vacuum. I feel like this would have been a lot better if they'd made this a playoff like Jurassic World or something well, like that. Ago, we believe the best it's supposed to be a playoff of Uber. We get the joke, Nika. It's not that we don't want How would Jurassic World be funny? That's the joke. No, I what I'm saying is how would Jurassic World be even funnier than... Look out for Chocogo in your city soon. And wherever you go, go green with one of our amazing Chocobos. Happy riding. Ugh. It's over. Ugh. A lot of people in the audience look pissed. Ugh. I don't know. It's that was just it was too that's too straight faced for uh an April Fool's joke. Get out! Well, I like it because it seems so serious that like You'd think that they were telling the truth. Would it have worked if they had like had people dressed up as chocobos, like picking people up on the street? No. Yes. Would that have made it work? I, no, that I, would have been I funny. would have laughed at that at least. I, I just I especially it, if it was like cardboard feathers. Yeah, and it's like, like it looks stupid, awful. Yeah, I'd I'd have laughed at that at least. No, okay. You know, people I, like piggybacks. Yeah, it was like yeah. piggybacking people around. You want to hang on? First of all, first of all, they just straight up hijacked the joke right out of that. Uh, what is that 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 animated movie that just came out? Uh, with the the bunny cop. Oh, uh, Zootopia. Um, Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah, that was a trailer for Zootopia. They they had their own version of a Uber commercial in oh, that. They mm-hmm. did. Yes, they did. they did. So they just straight up ripped off the joke from Zootopia, but Zootopia did it way better and actually made it like funny and clever. Well, Zootopia had the added bonus of it being animated and they could do a lot more, but nevertheless, that's what I mean. Like they should have like gone over the moon with it. Just do something well, stupid with they it. They also have an actual website, chocogo.me. And that's, I felt like you actually bought a domain name for an April Fool's joke. I thought that was pretty over the top. Oh, you go there and it tells you like all about it and what i thought was clever is that if you click on like once you go to the website there's a button that says learn more and if you click on that it goes to ff14's free trial page nika i thought that was clever nika did what? you write the joke did they contact you <laughs> were you the so, writer are we are we trashing I, on your vision a clever way to have people because the thing is that i saw a lot of people sharing it who are just final fantasy fans and not necessarily final fantasy 14 fans because that can go for any final fantasy game, okay right? so now that, the, see if okay, she's yeah, in the credits that, you're right no. see if she's in the credits look it up what no <laughs> so then when people go to the website and by click on it, then they go to the ff14 page and they'll want to play that would it's explain the, the lack of humor in it <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I thought it was me, but the Witcher one was funnier. I will say. Oh, uh, so uh, one of uh, one last thing we wanted to mention: uh, there was a post uh, by one of the community reps on uh, the Square Enix forums, the official forums, uh, saying that uh, during the Japanese PvP stream, Adrenaline Rush TV, uh, Yoshida explained that uh, morale won't. You know, and I gotta say, I, I host I hosted a show called Adrenaline. I feel like that's 
It's getting <laughs> mighty. Yeah, and you know, they're you know. Man, but. first they poached Nika off our staff, and now they're taking your name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I, I at least have as much legal ground yeah. to get mad at Square Enix as Power Man 5000. You're right. The exact amount. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, during the Japanese PvP stream, Adrenaline Rush TV, Yoshida explained that morale won't take uh, effect inside of the feast and uh, that the dev team is having trouble figuring out how they should move forward with the attribute. They are also considering removing it entirely. The dev team is continuing to look at it uh, with thoughts uh, such as uh, making it so that morale doesn't directly make players stronger, but it does strengthen them in a different matter. Uh, that said, we would like to uh, hear your comments and suggestions regarding morale so that the dev team can uh, use them as a reference. Also, we would like to gather any feedback that you have after trying out the changes made in patch 3.25. So if you do have any suggestions for what Square Enix could or should do with morale, then uh, you should probably be up on this thread. Uh, so uh, make just delete it. <laughs> you obviously can't fucking balance it with shit. So they just, really can just get rid of it. Get rid of it. They yeah they re they really can't balance it. Kuki uh, nice enough to uh, toss a link in the chat. Thank you, Kuki. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, if you want to submit your feedback, do it at that thread at the official forums. Uh, so let's talk about feast feeding guys this is a kind of a big topic this has been a hot topic in uh ff the ff14 was it i didn't even know that that's a little thing well, so maybe a, i missed out on this there's a lot there's a lot of people that are pissed off about it yeah it's a yeah. big thing on the official forums and reddit so but i mean do you have to do that in the ranked matches or is it in the unranked because if it's unranked who gives a fuck a lot of people who want to play it. Yeah. A lot of people who actually legitimately want to go in there and fight another oh. team, not just have a team sit. <sighs> Gosh. Mm. Well, wait, okay. so wait, wait, wait. Do you get the same amount whether or not you win or lose? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. I thought you got more if you won. So I no. thought you were like going in and letting like uh, your friends. No. Entire, no. Oh. Entire teams are going in and allowing that just basically allowing themselves to your gear and so getting you slaughtered quicker yep so you have a minute 30 q time or a minute 30 turnaround times for your pvp match and getting 20 esos every two minutes what basically. if both teams that go in want to do that what happens they just stand there <laughs> just have a bad off it's a it's a uh, lions versus the browns <laughs> it's a mexican mexican standard to see who will put on their gear first and attack <laughs> We also have uh, the fabled Joe Never of PvP fame. Oh, well, here we go. Joe Never joining us here on Limit Break Radio. Joe, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, particularly curious uh, to hear your thoughts on this topic. Uh, what do you feel about feast feeding, homie? I I think it's like... I think it's like the scum of the earth, like like what? literally the scum of the earth. I think just personally, like it's making a joke out of it. And I I've been since day one, like I've been sending in reports and I've been sending in. I've been sending in reports and I've been sending in um, like questions, asking people to penalize people that are not taking it seriously. Um, because if if you're if it's happening in solo queue, if people like a healer goes in like big shout out to Chesty McMellons, uh, if you're <laughs> if you're going in on a solo queue and your healer doesn't want to play yeah. to get a, a faster time and you don't have a team of four. Right. Then that's that's something that can completely wreck three other people's experience. But if you're going in 
and you're going in and you're just doing it for s you're just doing it for lore you're just doing it for eso like it just it takes it takes all the wind out of it like you might have more people queuing but you're just going to go in and give a win to somebody that may not get it it's going to be an inflated stat for um another group of people so right. let's say you do get to bronze you do get to silver uh, and then you're actually fighting silver people who are trying to fight. You're going to get your, you're going to get wrecked. You're not going to have the experience that you need to actually face off at that level. So that sucks. Um, people are but, doing it in ranked matches. I feel like if you're playing a ranked match, you shouldn't just sit there. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, I just don't understand it. I saw it on Twitch. I, I forget who I was watching, but I saw it. Somebody like just going in and farming people that were feeding. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see it happen. And I don't want, I don't want somebody to get wins like that. Like that's, it sucks, man. Now, this, it sucks is, and this is really kind of the problem with attaching uh, ESOs as a reward or, or really any kind of tome reward outside of, you know, like wolf marks uh, to PVP is that now you have a population that are going in there solely just to camp out their tomes. Right. And and it's, it, we had the same problem with uh, 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 with uh, Seal Rock. When it first came out and everyone was, uh, you know, just grinding it to cap tomes, we would have people like hollow that would uh, just stealth and do nothing. Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, but when you in in a system like that, if you have one or two people who are doing that, it doesn't really make that much of an impact. It, it might impact the way that who wins or whatever, but it just it doesn't impact the actual play experience of the rest of the team because there's 24 or 23 other people exactly to carry your weight exactly in the feast whether it be four on four or eight v eight you have one or two shitters in there there's a lot more personal responsibility in those modes absolutely i have a question joe do you feel the same way when you have a pre-made team of four people going in to lose I, I feel worse. Like I, I, I feel worse about it because the way that I, the way that I've been raised, and the way that I play this game is if you, if you want, if you want something, go out and go get it. You know, like that's that's it. If right. you want something, go out and go get it. Um, PVP is made for PVPers. Like it's not made for, it's not specifically directed towards people who are farming lore. So for the people that are farming lore and ESO, whatever it is, like for them to exploit the system that was made for hardcore comp- competition it's i feel like it's just really disrespectful you know what i mean like if you want to go sure. get it go yeah. spend the time and set your dailies up and go grind it like everybody else you know what i mean like don't i don't feel like there should be a system in place this is actually one of the things that we've been talking to square enix about saying like hey like you shouldn't get anything for a loss and that's it's very harsh to say that but for for people to go in and still get benefits in terms of the wolf pup and also i agree the uh, the tomes it it doesn't make sense like to be able to get that large of an amount of tomes for a loss it doesn't make sense when you're going in there and the whole honestly the whole point of playing pvp is to win at this point you know what i mean like it's it's really frustrating i find it frustrating because it's not what it's meant to be those farming tomes are always going to find the path of least resistance what's going to be the biggest and fastest output the sad unfortunate state is that it happens right now to be pvp and it happens to be these very quick feast matches where people are just going in there and throwing the match the question is okay so this is what's happening 
There are uh, obviously there are people who don't like it, but it's still continuing to happen. You're not going to I don't think you're going to be able to sit down and make an ethical argument like you shouldn't do that. It is contingent now on Square Enix to respond. So what do they Correct. what do they do now? I mean, uh, Joe, you had put out a, a good suggestion there. Not getting anything for a loss. That I think is uh, is right there. A great way to to kind of plug that hole. But looking at it, I, I mean, because this is really just kind of of an extension of pvp win trading for you know people wanted the rewards uh uh from grinding pvp ranks and so they would go in and they would throw matches of uh uh wolves den and uh that that was a practice that was sort of you know we never got a definitive you can do this or you can't do this from square enix there was just some people who did it and it only affected pvpers and it didn't affect Nine, you know, like the the eighty five percent of the game that wasn't plugged into PvP at that very, you know, like larval stage of uh, of yeah. uh, PvP. So, but now we have a lot of people who are plugged into it. Square Enix has been funneling people into it through, you know, uh, tome rewards and and through, uh, you know, just making badass PvP events. And so now we've got this, you know, now we now we've got this. Uh, what I would consider this this seems pretty close to an exploit that yeah. people are able to grind tomes that fast and that there is no penalty for losing or for throwing a match like that and so i'm kind of curious what kind of other suggestions uh might you guys have to fix this does this does something like this end up spoiling it for the rest of us and square enix just ends up taking out tome rewards from pvp altogether how much do you get right now for doing it 20 Okay, make it ten for a loss, fifty for a win. I think forty I, for a win. I think just having a flat number is, isn't the way to go. I think if you're going to do this, you need to incentivize participation. You get yeah. you get seals based on or lower based on what you do. If you're a tank, the more damage you take throughout the match, the more that's lower you get. If you're a deeps, the more damage you deal, and if you're a healer, the more health you heal over the match, the more. Uh, well, that would be no, that, that would reward healers whose tanks have shitty gear. That's not the way to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that's necessary. It would be proportional, it'd be, it'd be but it's really difficult to implement that. It yeah, would be, really but it incentivizes participation versus just showing up in well, the match. It could just be based on action and stuff rather than like how much I HP think, per capita. Or whatever. However, however you want to do it, the point is you want to incentivize that the people actually play and participate versus incentivizing people to just queue up. Because right now, it, that's all it is. All you have to do is queue up to get your twenty ESO. Or lore, yeah, what's got to be in, what's got to be incentivized is the W. That's what's got to be incentivized. It's right. got to be the reason why I'm playing this is to have fun and effectively win because that's what the point is. Like, what is what is the point if I'm going to go in and and give a win? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's great. Thanks, guys. In terms of karma, you're doing good work. You know what I mean? Very altruistic. Hey, let's let's not, not the point. <laughs> well, let's. Know? I mean, let's not let's not split hairs there. Here, there are a lot of professional athletes who made a lot of money and made very good careers at professionally losing. So, yeah, I mean, but, but, it, but not I don't want to see that in this game, yeah, man. I don't want to see that, dude. Yeah, on oh. purpose. There's all. I mean, look at uh, the innumerable sports scandals that have happened over the years between boxing, baseball, all that kind of. There, people throw games all the fucking time, uh, and it and it is. I mean, it's considered cheating, and it's considered. Uh, uh, scummy and unethical in professional sports. Yeah, well, and people I think have been banned it, from their leagues for doing that. Yes, and I think that it it is also a fair a fairly scummy practice 
within FF14 as well. Uh, John, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think I get... I don't think I, I, I have as much of a, a dog in the fight for PvP as you do, um, but I get annoyed when I when I see that or when I hear about it, and I understand people's frustration with it for sure. It's, the bottom line is for me, for me, like the things that would need to change if if they were going to go that hard. Number one would be what you got if you lost, and that would need to be seriously dramatically reduced. Wolf Mark's great, you know, PvP experience, great. You still get that, but right. to, to get to get those other things, even if it were 10, even if it were 10, you'd still be getting, uh, what is it, 10 ESO in a, in a minute and a half, 45 minutes, you're getting your whole week. You know what I mean? Like your whole freaking week in 45 minutes in under an hour. Yeah. It still, right, but if you still get like 40 for a win, it way more incentivizes wanting to win over losing because you could do it in four it, times the time. The whole point is that this demographic doesn't care about winning, so they'd only care about what they'd get for a loss. Right, so, but a 10 versus 40 is a big difference. Like, you could get it so much faster and then move on with your day if it was we, bigger. For you're, talking, you're talking about 90 minutes at this point. Like, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, that yeah it, at the same time, like, how fast is it? Like, what, what am I going to do? Like, 10, what is it, 10 and a half matches, 12 matches for the week, and then I'll be Captain Lord because of PvP? Like, that's almost unfair for the PvPers to have that that ease of, ease of winning, you know, uh, or ease of capping their lore. Um, it's it's tough because looking at it both ways, the, the biggest thing is like the way the way Square Enix looks at stuff like this is unless we can catch you in the act and you're doing something completely terrible, like not exploiting the system that we've created. Right. Then they're not going to do anything about it. Like even with even with the AFK healers, like even with bot healers, like they've literally said that we cannot we're not it's not going to be a permanently bannable offense and there's nothing that we're going to do about it. Right. But there there has to be some type of penalty in place. I think that there literally has to be some type of penalty and there has to be some type of system that goes about like looking at this stuff like a GM has to be or several GMs have to be watching PVP and they have to be serious about it. They have to allocate the resources to say like, is this person doing it correctly? And if they're not doing it correctly, we need to pull them aside and warn them and threaten with a penalty. Cause if not, then it's just going to keep going on See, and no one's going to do anything about it. I, I, I don't know, Joe, I don't know that I agree with you that that's the answer because that's a lot of enforcement. And I don't mm -hmm. think that it may, it may not be the answer it may not be yeah you know, I, I just i it's it just feels like uh like a lot of resources that square enix would be throwing at the problem at that point right uh i think that it needs to be a systemic change it yes. needs to be something within the system that they change is something yeah whether it's the reward output or something else i don't know what you can't incentivize losing that's yeah. really what it is because you can incentivize because it's easy to lose the feast it is a like you say the path of least resistance it is no resistance queue up four people it, you're done it would be, sit still it would be like yo if you guys got five lures per death in as5 like come on like i mean right it's this it's like the same type of principle if you guys no, went you, in and died over and over and over again i can tell you right now though that since i'm like fairly average at my pvp skill if i knew that if i lost i would get nothing i wouldn't do it yeah see that's the thing like there's so many people right now that are bad at pvp but they still want to i still want to play and i still want to try to win but if i know that if i lose i get nothing yeah, okay exactly oh. you don't want to throw away all your time so yeah. that's going to like reduce the amount of people that's going to queue up which is going to make the queues that much longer and then make pvp not even worth it even for the pvpers now you're I not mean, is is eight man not not a, a system for that like can you not play eight man and get enjoyment out of that well I'm you can but i like to mix it up well, and and not not just that. Okay, but like it, it's that's. I sort of feel like you uh, it, it, you're you, 
like you're not wrong okay but you're trying to balance two shitty situations you're trying right. to balance maybe disincentivizing new people from queuing for pvp versus this problem here where we've got squads of people going in and throwing games and and when that happens literally nobody benefits like the from a pvp system standpoint people are getting lore people are getting the thing that they want out of it right but the system isn't benefiting nobody's learning nobody's actually playing the system as it's being designed so i would much rather have less people queuing that are more interested in learning the system and learning the game than having a squad of four or eight people queuing up and just wrecking the game for the other four or eight people that queued up on the other side i disagree with that because we've seen that before and when when you don't really incentivize people to play it, even if they lose, then PvP just stagnates and it dies, and then nobody ever does it. I mean, mm. we've seen that with uh, with the Wolves Den right at the start of it. But no one did it. But that was kind of a product of Wolves Den not being particularly fun. Yeah, I I I, I don't know that you can count Wolves Den entirely in that because it was the first iteration of PvP. There were a couple of missteps with that, and they've since adjusted them. And see, the thing is, is I don't I, I think that if, if you took away the tomes from a loss, that that is still perfectly valid, perfectly I, I, valid, because because the reason that people were were queuing up for Seal Rock so much was because of the roulette. You had the, the addition of the PVP roulette thrown in there and you got those bonus tomes out of it. People would just queue uh, most. I feel like most people queued up for one PVP roulette after the after the uh, you know like after after we moved on from grinding ESOs right like after we moved on from capping ESOs and that being the fastest way to do it. And it I, I, most people just queued for PVP roulette once a day and that was it. Yeah, I would say that uh, proves my point because like right before we got the feast. How long were frontline queues? Because you were waiting on you were waiting on so many people. Yeah, well, I I it was super long and it took forever. And I mean, I I stopped doing it after it took 20, 30 minutes for a frontline. Also, the other thing that you're not considering is that those are segregated by city. Uh, all of those matches are segregated by city and you're queuing up with only people who are in your city. And so therefore, whatever whatever city you're allied to, that will depend that will determine your queue times. This is independent of that. There's two sides. There's not three sides. You're not queuing up with only your your nation's, uh, uh, you know, your fellow uh, nation people. Yeah, grand company folks. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that, I think. I think that throws a bit of uh, of uh, of a variable in there where you can't quite go. Well, since it did this for Seal Rock, it's going to do this for the feast. I don't. I don't think you can make that jump. I mean. I mean. Go ahead, dog. No, I was just saying. Like, what's what's more toxic at this point is like you're. Like, you might discourage some people who don't really care about PvP from trying it if you take if you disincentivize losing. But if you keep it this way, you might discourage your actual PvPers. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The people you want to maintain. You're, you're destroying the that's, system for the people who care about it and for people who are just coming in to experience it for the first time. It ruins it for the, everyone. The the point along the lines of what, the way along the lines of the way I thinking I'm thinking is like there will there will always be a PVP community the whatever size there will always be people that want to play PVP 
in addition to that from new systems and things like that like you may have people that are getting interested and there are avenues for people to get interested and get the information they want and become good at pvp if they want on twitch on youtube on websites and pvp are born and ffx iv pvp and things like that but like for, for me the way that i look at look at it and the way that square enix looks at it i think along the same lines is like if if there's an issue with raiding it's affecting the rating population. If there's an issue with PVP, it's affecting the PVP population. There's this tough gray area and there's a line where like we're more people are being considered than the actual core of who the content is designed for at this point in time. So it's like how, 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 how many, how much concern should Square Enix be putting into those getting those new people and getting them involved in PVP exactly when the core is suffering, like this, the core mm -hmm. suffers from, uh, uh, group allocation the core suffers from how they're going to get like especially during ranked matches uh, in solo and in 4v4 how those groups are getting uh, how many groups are queuing um, like I'll tell you this like the the greatest group in the world in North and part of me North America the greatest group the number one the first set of diamond tier 4v4 players have transferred from Aether data center to primal data center to avoid this from happening right now. Like they have left the Aether data center because there are so many people feeding in the feast. They've gone over to primal and to get primal matches and continue to play. Prim there are not as many people doing it on primal. So like I, I, <laughs> it's astounding to me like this. You've got, you've got the, the strongest, one of, one of the strongest 4v4 teams in North America leaving their freaking server yeah. and going to another data center resetting their pvp these. rankings too by the way when you move servers doesn't that reset doesn't that no, reset? When you, only when you change your grand company oh okay okay now hold, yeah. hold on so are you saying that these diamond ranked players are getting queued up against people who presumably are not ranked or even bronze if if you go in and the way that the the queue works is if you're a diamond and you're going for 4v4 like i could go in and get ranked with a diamond team right now like completely get destroyed if they're in the queue and i'm in the queue and we're the only people in there yeah completely wrecked and destroyed and farmed and farmed and that's honestly like at the end of the day that's it's almost like i'm feeding because my team will usually never have the experience that that team has but that's the only place in the game where i will get the experience that i need to get better is when i'm going up against a team that's incredibly better than me you know so for someone somebody like me where i want to get better i i don't care whether i get a, a a tome or a freaking point or a wolf pup like i'm going in for the pvp experience and i'm going in to increase my skill as a player how am i going to adapt to a team that knows everything that i'm going to do and how can we how can we try to pull out a w that way you know like that's that's what i get excited about when i go play pvp like i i don't get excited about the extra stuff that's just that's just great okay cool icing on the cake but when I go in for PvP, I go in for a battle. I go to find out how I can be a better player, how I can be more effective to my teammates, and progress and learn. That's that's the reason why I play. You right. know, like that 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 may not be the same why, the same reason why you know everybody else is exploiting right now. Right, but my question was: these the highest ranked people are getting queued up against people who aren't playing. Like to me, that's that's a problem with the matchmaking system. Well, how how. how <laughs> The yeah, if the highest ranked how? people are go just going up against people who have like the same rank as them, then they should never encounter this. Well, if, you're talking if, about because if, they if, their re ranking got reset when they changed servers, right? Well, no, I, no, 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 no. If if the highest rank, if all of the highest ranked four v four teams 
all queued up at the exact same time, then they would most likely get ranked up with each other. However, okay. if one team is queuing and then you've got a team of like brand new, brand new, brand new, and they're the only people there's, in the queue, uh, there's not an, they're going to get matched up. There's not enough people who are platinum ranked in the system to be able to queue up with only other platinum ranked people is what oh, you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then that's a problem with like how people rank up then because obviously there's just not enough people at high enough ranks to make the matchmaking system they, work. That's part of it. That's I mean, why they made the adjustments. That's why they made those last adjustments to the ranking system so make it easier for people to uh, get up higher in ranks it yeah. doesn't take as much to get up high okay see now this is my thing like all the feeders presumably have no like no interest in pvp whatsoever so they should stay at no rank or bronze rank so they should just stay at the bottom and feed people to pass bronze or even up to a silver rank and then at that point it shouldn't be a problem anymore because all the feeders will just keep feeding other feeders and then people who are good enough to beat the feeders shouldn't have to play them anymore like this this to me is a matchmaking problem yeah but you, well and it leads to artificial rank inflation too because now you have is teams, that a, exactly is that a bad thing well you have teams now that are at uh, that are at a silver rank that don't have the skills to be there being matched with other teams that did legitimately work at the silver rank that are just gonna get fucking destroyed up and down because they're well, effectively they to- bronze they need to get good then then obviously that silver rank should yeah. be a gold rank or whatever i mean if if there's enough people playing the pvp then they then the matchmaking should sort itself out if the matchmaking is a good enough algorithm fair enough but but throwing throwing matches like this is a problem i mean it it I, it is uh, something that Square Enix needs to uh, that they need to address in some form or fashion. They can't really address it though, short of like change the rewards because, like, even if okay, so they ban everyone who's naked and not doing anything. Okay, then I'm just gonna wear all my gear and I'm gonna run to the center and just start casting AOEs. It's either it's either a enforcement issue where they have to have people who are enforcing this case by case which i don't think they have or it has that's why i said i think it has to be a systemic adjustment where they're they're de-incentivizing that style of play it may turn some people off from the pvp system but it is this kind of stuff will ruin the event up and down they have to do something they can't do nothing they can't do nothing adjustments have to be made i think many different adjustments have to be made on different angles like it can't just be one thing okay this is the solution it's going to be something that changes over time because obviously right now it's being exploited and it's not people don't like it and the only the only population that's benefiting from this is not a pvp population so it's obviously a a a toxic it's definitely a cancer to the community right now so well thanks for calling in joe uh twitch.tv slash joe never fails uh make sure you check him out and uh hang out with him when he goes live uh of course expert in all things pvp uh we appreciate your uh your perspective on this man Hell yeah, guys. Great to call in. Always good to talk to you guys. Uh, Take it easy. If you want to call, we want to hear from you. Uh, We don't just want to hear from experts. We want to hear from you, the average player to FF14. Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. Our producer, Kooky Persona, is hanging out and screening our calls today. You'll be able to uh, talk to uh, Kooky for a couple of moments before she passes you along to us in the studio. But we really do want to hear from you. Uh, We realize that this is, uh, you know, that there's a lot 
lot of perspectives on this issue. It's a hot topic. Yeah, it's definitely there's a there's a lot of comments. We've got a, a Reddit thread here that uh, is topping almost 200 uh, comments uh, on this very topic alone. Oh, come on. We all know that Reddit only has pictures of cat girls. on it. <laughs> there's never any discussion. Uh, so uh, if uh, if you want to sound off on this, we'd like to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. Uh, if you missed it earlier, if you're uh, one of those almost 100 people that uh, coming in a little bit late to the show, we are running the show. We're having to run the show in audio-only mode today. Uh, my computer blew up and uh, was not able to restore all of the settings in time, much less get FF14 installed in time. So... Uh, uh, we are having to run the show in audio only mode. We apologize that the visuals are a little bit boring, but you know what? We're a podcast anyway. Figured we'd soldier on and just do it. So uh, this uh, was a post from the official forums from uh, community rep Zexos. Uh, who says, uh, we are aware that users are engaging in this type of behavior when uh, talking about uh, PvP win trading, feeding. Uh, and uh, we are aware of uh, that users are engaging in this kind of behavior, and uh, we will be taking action against those found to be taking part in it. If you encounter this type of activity, we ask that you please report it via the in-game support desk. It's at system support desk report harassment. And please include as much information as possible possible in your report while we cannot release individual uh, results regarding investigations we conduct you can rest assured that we take this seriously and we will uh, be looking carefully into each report we receive so right now square enix is taking the approach of enforcement i don't think that that's a very long-term viable approach to to, to this uh to this problem uh I, it's like I, it's just not gonna solve anything no but, it's not because all this is going to do is going to make the feeders be like, okay, so not to get caught, I'm going to run forward, play terribly, and then die, and maybe it'll take two and a half minutes. I mean, you're going to cast arrow on everything you see and just spam that, and, oh, I'm just a bad player, and I'm not good at PvP. That's their argument. And are they wrong? I mean, how are you going to, how are you going to say, no, like, at this point, like, if they try to, like, enforce people who are just really bad at PvP, like... You're going to, like, penalize people who might actually legit be bad at PvP and bad at the job. I mean, we've seen black or ice mages who just cast ice in dungeons. Are you going to enforce them for player harassment? Uh, that's totally fair. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's got to be a systemic adjustment. It's yeah. got to be a system side change where they de-incentivize this type of behavior. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like League of Legends not, has dealt with this shit for years. They've right. had the same problem, and they, they're trying to do it the enforcement strategy, but there's only so much you can do. There's, you only yeah. have so many resources. SE already complains about not having enough resources. They don't have a, t- a team to dedicate to this shit. You're right. No, you're, you're absolutely right. They really don't have a team to dedicate to this. And, and, and I, you know, and it's not like as players we can sit down and demand that kind of action. That's unreasonable. That's totally unreasonable. For a game that's not built around this PvP, absolutely. Totally. It's no, one thing to tell Riot, dude, that's that what your they, game is. But so many people now are saying that, like, the Feast was a great, great addition to this, and that they're, like, even people who don't like PvP like this, mm-hmm. you think now that they would want to put more people to focus into this. Absolutely, but I still, like, the kind of resources you have to dedicate to actually enforcing, like, player behavior in this is exactly. massive. Exactly. Not just that, but, I mean, like, think about, you know, think you get, you, you get, uh, 
sometimes uh, uh, erroneous reports. Yep. People who are just mad at another person yeah. and they just file a report to uh, you know to try to get them in trouble. Uh, you know, there's got to be steps that Square Enix takes to be able to verify each one of these actions in each one of these reports. That guy died six times. He must be a shit feeder. Report exactly. Like, okay, maybe he just sucks. It's, it, we're going. We're going right back to the guild war. Uh, the guild work botting issue, where we had people who were early pulling on hunts, and immediately those people were labeled as botters and yep. guild work. You know, yes. you've got the app. You're a cheater. All of this other. Sh- it's the same. It's it's just an extension of that sort of mentality and that sort of attitude. And so that's why I, again, that's why I keep saying it's on Square Enix. It's on the. It's got to be on the system side that we see the adjustment uh, because trying to enforce it is going to be way too much for Square Enix to manage. Way too much work for basically no payoff. Why can't they incentivize the the achievement, the levels, the tiers? The the very bottom tier gets no reward, but you get bronze, you get a little bit more. Diamond, you get even more. Well, it's because no one's doing it for the the end of season, like, ranking. All they're doing it for is their ESO. Right. That's what I mean. Don't give them any ESOs. I don't disagree. Oh, you mean until until bronze? Oh, okay. Oh, until you hit silver, you can't earn any ESO? Huh. That's... Feeder's just gonna have to work to get to their rank and then feed. But you rank down. Yes, you rank down when you lose. Except, I don't think you rank down at bronze. I think that's the lowest you can go. Yeah, don't give any output on bronze. Yeah, silver. Oh, okay, so I have to get all the way to fucking silver before I get any reward out of this? Yeah. I'm not going to fucking do that as a casual PvPer. That's yeah, way that's too much work. Yeah, same with me. Like, I'm very casual PvP, but I enjoy it. But like, if I know that I'm not going to get East Hotel Silver, again, why bother? I don't know if you are a casual PvPer. You're a casual tome earner. You don't care about the PvP okay, no, well, I, without I the reward. I enjoy PvP, but I have to, if I have to put in, like, what, 10, 20, 30 hours into PvP before I see any reward out of it, I'm not going to go through all that effort. And I enjoy PvP. But it's like the rest of the game. You're putting all these hours into it, and you're getting shit out of it. Yeah, I'm getting shit out of it right from the start. It's Yeah, but it's not like you're not getting wolf marks. It's not like you're not getting PvP XP. But again, really nobody good. really can, unless um, you care about coming glamour, from, no cares. Th- This coming from the guy who says glamour is the true endgame. I know, and it's you shitty. You cunt. It looks shitty. The newest stuff is happens. Actually, a lot, of the, the older stuff yeah. is good. a lot of the PvP gear looks fantastic. Yeah, the older yeah. stuff looks good, and that costs 400 for a body. I'm just, I, look, I'm just I'm just saying there's not no rewards that that you would get out of bronze. Well, okay, but it's going to take me 5 matches to get the full set of the gear that actually looks good. With that doesn't require any PVP rank anymore by the way. It doesn't. I'm just I I'm, I mean it's not a bad look, Woody. I'm just I'm trying to give you a little bit of I'm poking support holes in here. your shit cuz you suck. It's not a bad it's not a bad suggestion. We got Crimson Tinton on the line who also wants to talk PVP. Hey, what's up Crimson? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hey guys, thank you for having me on the line here. I really love your show and love what you do here. Oh, uh, thanks. So I appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate uh, you calling in. What's up? So, here's the thing, right? And I've been hearing this in the, the, the forum post on feeding repeatedly, it's played out in discussion here today. When, whenever this, this subject of feeding comes up, people come up with one solution that they favor. Somebody else comes up with another solution they favor. Mm-hmm. They go back and forth on the pros and cons of the single solution. You know, do this or do this or do this. I don't think you're going to get away 
with, like uh, Joe was saying earlier, incremental single changes that are going to fix it over time, right? I really don't believe that. Like, if you just de-incentivize the rewards, if you just tweak the matchmaking, if you just, you know, go heavy moderator ban hammer, I don't think any single thing is going to work. I, I think you have to take two of those things at least and release it at once. You know, do the reward reduction at once. Do the improvement to the matchmaking algorithm at once. Take your hit to your PvP community now before it completely dies. Yeah, I, my, that's sort of my take on it. That's you know that's a good point, and I think I I think that's what uh, Joe was also going for is that you know a, a bad event like this can really just collapse your entire PvP community from the inside out, and you know we the, the Square Enix has done a good job at getting new players to experience PvP, getting players who wouldn't normally queue for PvP to at least experience PvP and know what is there. They've got they've done a good job at getting PvP as an event penetrated into the player's consciousness right so right so they can't if they break the system they really break that community that's really plugged into it in the same way with when they kind of broke rating we're still feeling the effects of that so they, they need to do what's best right now for the pvp community and not what's best for getting people to queue for the feast we got people to queue for the feast people know what is involved with the feast it's not about getting people to try it anymore if it's not a part of your daily rotation to queue for fine but it's go, it's going to be for some people and that's fine too They've gotten those people who are like who tried the feast because of what it had to offer, and they say, "You know what? This is awesome. I'm gonna do it. I'm into it. This is my thing." Now, you've gotten those people, like you say. Now it's you can't just keep saying like, "Okay, we're just gonna keep incentivizing people who don't really care about PvP to keep doing it." Right. You need to now work towards keeping the people who do like PvP. They need to add some kind of roulette uh, to like maybe like uh, a roulette you can do three times for the feast to keep people into it if they do something that's gonna decentivize uh losing because otherwise they're gonna like lose a lot of people and it's gonna die off like uh, what i think but if they can make a roulette to just help keep push people going into it that'll do a lot you know, to keep their player base he might be right there like a feast roulette or something like where it puts you into one of the different kinds of the feast that you can go into or something or like even, that where no, even it, just 4v4 solo queue right or or for that where even if you do that you still would get like the roulette bonus even if you lose but you can only do that once or twice a day hmm. that yeah. way you don't have parties grinding out their whole of their e so that they can earn that way right well and i think oh go no go ahead sorry what if i I, this is something i just thought of what if you put 4v4 um solo queues and you make an unranked version of that and move the eso rewards that we have now to the unranked version of that thus keeping the feeders entirely out of rank because they have no incentive to be there anymore by tones I feel like that would be a quicker fix Se- than anything. Separating ranked and, and uh, unranked more in that way, putting the tome rewards in unranked and having ranked be there purely for the people who actually care about competing in PvP isn't a right. bad idea, actually. Now, Karim, one of the... Uh, see, one of the things I think that contributes to the shape of this discussion, why people go just do this, is because... On a whole, people were really satisfied with the feast. I think people really like the feast. 
as players, I, I I think that there was a significant part of not just the PvP population, but regular, you know, like PvEers that was mm-hmm. like, yeah. I can do this. This yeah. is there not. Definitely are. Yeah, this is not. This is not a time investment like, uh, you know, like uh, Seal Rock is, yeah. or even queuing for my PvP roulettes because those those take so friggin' long mm-hmm. that this I can do very very quickly. And get in to the other, get to the other side of in and out, and I mean honestly, like I, I I don't I feel like I didn't even notice that I got tomes for losing. I didn't notice. I had no idea, no idea that I got tomes for losing because I went in there and I was concentrating on the having fun right. and doing the event. So if they took tomes away from losing, I don't think I'd be out of queue, out of that queue pool. Because it's still fun to do. It's still fun to do, and I'm in there to try to win anyway. So it's not. It's not like like a loss is still. I don't. I like. It makes sense to me to 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 de incentivize a loss inside the wolves then. But anyway, Krim, the the thing that I was saying was I think the reason people only say like you can just do this like one little tweak is because the rest of the system is working so well that they don't want to see the entire system fucked by a whole bunch, like, overchanging. You know what I mean? Right. right. Square Enix releases good yeah. PvP. In other news, pigs fly. Right. <laughs> see, to me, the, the, the people that are, are, are talking to chat about, you know, you know, moving a 4v4 to unranked to put the tomes there, basically licenses feeders. What if you had sort of like a branch condition, right? What if you said 4v4 ranked Win equals more tomes than you can get by losing unranked. And loss is nothing. And then unranked is small amounts we have today. Or maybe a reduction in the amount we have today. Well, then, don't, you're, then you're not sentient per se, but you're, you're incentivizing the ranked people, you know? Right. I don't think you want to give too much of a bonus on a win, though. Because, I mean... I don't know about you, but after I'm done capping tones, I'm like, I don't really have anything else to do. You know what I mean? Like for as much as I like those systems, if I got the reward too quickly, I'd be out of the, I'd be out of the game. Like I would just, I'd be, I'd be tuned out of the game. So there does need to be a grind element in there. And I don't think that, that bonuses for wins is the best way to do it. I think a more hefty penalty for a loss would, would be a better option. Then you're still having people needing to grind the feast yeah uh or, or or you know just grind pvp or whatever they're grinding but it, you know it doesn't uh it, it doesn't over incentivize it doesn't it doesn't give uh and i think joe had touched on this uh it doesn't give PvP, pvp players an unfair advantage when it comes to that tome sprint yeah 10 10 matches and you've got your, yeah. your cap for the week you could be done in an hour absolutely crim thank you so much for calling limit break radio we really appreciate the perspective uh if you'd like to call limit break radio it is limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 uh we're gonna we're gonna continue to talk about uh feast feeding if that's what you'd like to call up and talk about uh but uh i'd also like to talk about uh the anima uh, the most uh, oh, recent gosh. anima step that was added with uh, 3.25. Yeah, big news. Blow it out your ass. So uh, we had spent some time speculating about what exactly we were going to get with this. I had said that there was probably going to be at least two steps with this. Wrong was I. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Uh, we we now are getting uh, uh, item level uh, 230 weapons uh, from this latest uh, quest edition. One quest, by the way. And uh, only requires uh, five items 
right? Yeah, like five, five items. Five items that you can purchase. You can purchase one of these items with either 1,800 lore. Yep. 1,800, yeah, lore. No, not lore. Fuck, what? ESO, right? ESO, 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 thank yeah. you. Sorry. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, 1,800 ESO, which is why people are, are grinding ESO. Grinding, yeah, grinding the feast, which that's another thing is that I, I, I actually get really tired of this defense too, is that, oh, well, people are only going to do this as long as they're farming their anima stuff. It's the only reason that they're doing this right now. It's kind of true, but I feel like with how big the grind is for the anima step, like it's it's a fun way to get the ESO rather than the boring way of like grinding dungeons and shit. Yeah, no, and, I, and it's it a, is a fun pretty, way if you're trying and the other team doesn't just throw the game. Well, fuck. I mean, if you're throwing the game, then you're just grinding that much faster, man. Come on, uh, everybody wins. You are what's wrong with the world. <laughs> you know what? Nah. Immediate gratification. Everybody wins. Everyone gets their ESO. No, nobody wins. Yeah. What? Except feel, you, apparently, who gets I feel your 20 like, I feel ESO. like instead of that FF14 tattoo that you got, you should have gotten the entitled tattoo that Jimmy from Grand Theft Auto has. I think that would have been a more fitting tattoo for you. I don't get the reference. I'm sorry. Is it like something like is it like an alligator getting fed or something? Calling you entitled is what I'm Should have got like oh. a bro sale <laughs> advertisement on his back. <laughs> anyway, uh so yeah, uh it, the, there's that whole argument out there that people are only doing it as long as they're farming anima, which there is some truth to, but I think is still a shitty justification for the for the practice. Uh but anyway, all right. So with 3.25, uh we got this new anima step. Uh you need five items. You can either purchase them uh with 1800 ESOs, or you can get one of them by doing the Crystal Tower reset quest. The weekly reset. The weekly reset quest. Which, uh... It's I, nice, <clears throat> and that's cool that they're going back there, but five? That's five. It. That's it. FYI, but it's I, not... I feel like that's probably because they're doing another upgrade in 3.3. Like, I it's got, really fast. Yeah, but I got two in a day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, five? Really? Guess what? I'm already 60% done with this quest line already, and it's been four days, three days? Like, I, I like that's the thing is that I know exactly how much I have to do for it, and I am so not... I could have got this shit done in a single fucking day if I wanted to, but because it's so short, I don't even feel like I'm. I need to do exactly. It. Yeah, it, it is. That's no, that's, that's a great. That way too. That's actually a great uh, a great point, Chuckston. I totally agree with this. Is that it's so short? I do not feel motivated to work on it at yeah. all. It's like, kind of the procrastination gonna, thing. Like you know, the time requirement is minimal, so I'll just do it at the last minute. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, like you also have to do Crystal Tower once a week which is horrible non-issue so guess what even if i don't even want to farm esos i'm still going to have my relic done in five weeks period right, and right. You don't, guess what you don't have to be on that step in five weeks this step is done no matter where you're at with it yeah because you just get, you, get it anyway yeah because yeah, you just get the item for for doing the repeat quest yep so i i, do, I don't think that they did this step very well i think they did very poorly they did uh uh the last step really well this one uh, is just such a throwaway what you know shock. you know what they needed to do they need to have two steps they need to have the 210 go to 220 and that could be this step yeah and then 220 to 230 and have it something like the 80 items that we had last time i agree i totally agree i feel like they phoned it in I, they did half the fucking quest work i, I don't know like is it really, really even phoning it in? Like, this is just a huge misstep because, like, how much effort is it to design a quest? 
you know, of the relic quest. How long does it take them to do it? Seriously. Not that long. I mean, all you're doing is collecting items. It's there's some flavor text for the for the quest NPCs. That's yeah. about it. I mean, this was obviously a deliberate plan on Square Enix's part, but I don't know why or how they thought this was a good idea. Well, the one good idea in there is to tie the weekly Crystal Tower quest. No, no, that's great. That's that's, a, that's great. Uh, funneling people back into Crystal Tower, those three raids needed. Yes. Totally needed. And a lot of fun. Like, we we did those on, on Reset Day. Just smash the fuck out of it? It was so much fun. We had so much fun. We were just, we were crying laughing uh, from, uh, I, I think, what, we had three wipes on? Well, I wasn't there, unfortunately. But <laughs> What's his wait, name? You wiped? Yeah. Who did Jesus. you wipe on? Crystal Tower Chicken. Come on, guys. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Never mind. Uh, actually, that cast is super fast now. Ancient Flare Chicken. It's <laughs> yeah. really, no, it really is. It's we, really fast. Like, it's, that, think, no, they added some stuff. To that game. Because we couldn't run back fast enough because we were DPSing the ad and then we were like went to go hit the boss. We're like, wait shit, and we wiped like three times. Yeah. So that's yeah. I think out of this step, that is the only good decision that I could say that Square Enix made. Yeah. Is that is is tying that weekly quest uh to uh an item output. But I think specifically the, that they tied it into the weekly quest too. Yes. Because if you could just grind those over and over again, people would yeah. hate it. Yeah. But doing it once a week for the week for that for the quest is fine. Oh yeah, it's great. I, I I, I think that there was a, a serious misstep on either the number of items that you need or they needed another step. I feel like if they had made it like 20 oils, that'd be that'd be perfect. Yeah. For the amount of time between now and 3.3, 20 would be probably closer, yeah. yeah. It, and it really does, it, 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 it does shoot your, uh, your uh, might and gear weapon. Uh, your law weapon. Yeah, the the law uh, the lore weapon. Lore weapon. That's it. Thank you. Because it's two thirty. So now, before you can even get your Maiden, uh weapon, or your, yeah, your Maiden gears, you can just put all the work into grinding a whole bunch of ESO and get your relic up to two. But again, we did point out that not as many people have completed the previous step in order to do so. We talked about that last week. I still I still disagree with that. I st- I think it is on par with where the relic was the first. Uh, you know, the first the two relic and uh unless i see numbers from square enix i don't i i don't know that i can believe that yeah i say fuck you to that i can tell you in terms of people i've done endgame raids with or i've done sephiroth clears with and stuff like that i've i've physically seen less people that care about endgame anecdotal evidence to those people i say fuck you if you're fucking raiding then you need to put forth the fucking effort to get your relic done end of discussion but the thing is the way that they do relics in this game if another weapon in this game is of equal value why bother with a grind especially if you're just raiding yeah if you're not raiding with a casual grind would the relic be the best weapon to have no it wouldn't no so why would you go after that the raid weapon always outclasses right because that's your fucking main have some job pride for a change yeah because if there's anything raiders are known for it's it's pride in the job they play (laughs) which jobs do you play again nika all of them Uh, that's right (laughs) no i play i play paladin and monk mostly yeah you really stuck by paladin when it was tough I did actually. Uh, I, I actually, to, I, I seem to remember you yeah. leveling warrior. Yeah. I, because I level everything. Do you see my jobs right now? Well, <laughs> no, because we can't get online. I seem to recall. Okay. Seem to recall you taking it to raid too. Yeah. Yeah. I seem to remember you complaining yeah. that your paladin or your warrior is weaker than your paladin because of your weapon choice uh-huh. and your, yeah, and your weapon ESO, choice? Uh, because no. of your ESO purchases. 
no, it was weaker because of all of the shit that there was nothing. Paladin couldn't DPS, and then they fixed that, and now Paladin can do good DPS. Has nothing to do with its weapon. No, I'm calling you a job hopper, Nika, because you're complaining that your warrior wasn't as good as your Paladin because job trader because of your ESO purchases. Dun 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 dun. No, not not to say that uh, calling no, you out. No, that's because all the gear was um, job specific. I know. I, I couldn't buy anything that's different. Like I don't. I think you're just stretching right now. <laughs> like, uh, no, well, no. We, I mean, it, <laughs> you definitely title. did. You definitely did switch to warrior for a, for a while there. Only because Paladin sucked, not because of my Isotone purchases. No, but the joke still stands. We've spent now five minutes talking about a punch. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, the joke is this. Let me explain it for five more minutes. Anyway, we got Lee Fon, who also wants to, looks like, complain about the anima stuff. All right, Lee Fon, what's going on? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thanks for calling in, dude. What's wrong with being a job hunter? Hey, what's up? Ah, not much. And now I'm going to be the only person that has said this in the history of Final Fantasy XIV, but can we get books again? Fuck you. No, that is not the answer, you bad person. Actually, the only thing wrong with books was the fact that um, we had to wait for those fates that never popped. Otherwise, books were a good idea. You could do them at your own pace. You could do whatever you wanted. Books weren't terrible. Fuck books. I hated killing a hundred fucking mobs, of which, guess what? There's only three spawns in the entire zone, and guess what? Everyone else was killing the exact same fucking mobs. Fuck books. <laughs> well, I didn't say like point for point. You could switch out the fates for the hunt mobs because most of the zones in Heaven's Word, aside from maybe uh, Hinterlands and uh, As It's Law, are pretty much dead now. Everybody's yep. done the crystal step. Anybody that hasn't is probably just going to actually get the old one. Yeah. In my opinion, it was easier. I went from start of my monk relic all the way to Zeta, and I did it faster than I farmed my crystals. I think you could. I think you could go into each Heaven's Word zone fly around and probably see maybe a dozen people out in the world maybe mm-hmm. maybe you're being, everyone, kind of, you're being kind of generous Nero. everyone else is in Isleshire. that's it yeah that's 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 totally it okay to be fair some people without houses hang out in foundation in the jeweled corsair for the market board well they're wrong fuck you i don't have a house <laughs> and i don't have a market board so i have to hang out in the jeweled corsair okay but uh okay so uh it, it, i don't i don't think i don't think books is uh is a very good answer but uh, so uh Lifon, what did you how did you feel about the anima step that we got it was too fucking easy yeah. i mean i don't even have my anima yet because you know i lost interest at about 20 items but i'm already sitting on three oils i mean come on you're gonna get those oils before you get your items that's for absolutely sure. this is a gimme it is. It's totally a gimme. It's really disappointing. But it's right on par with the whole expansion. Mm, you're not. Yeah, Woody, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Although I just, I, I feel like it was just some some decisions that they could have made God, to make it better. Bad, bad decisions. It, it really are. Now the only the only really kind of uh, 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 redeeming factor here. Uh, or or the only thing that Yoshida has going for him, or, or the only thing that I'm willing to give Square Enix at this point, is that they said that they're also adding Relic Steps in 3.3. Right. Uh, so, you know, we knew that that was coming, but 
to get a to get a twenty level to get a twenty eye level increase with only one quest, it really quest. it really does feel like development laziness. Well, it kind of cheapens like all the effort you go through to get your usual ten levels. Usually, you go through way more work for only half the reward. Yeah, it kind of cheapens that. I agree. I totally agree. It's not. I don't call it developer laziness because it's. The, to make a relic quest is super fucking easy because they're so boringly grindy. So this was a deliberate design decision, and it's a bad one. Like, I can't get over how bad this decision is. How long do we have before 3.3? Oh, that's a great question. I'm gonna have no idea. I'm going to say... I'm sure, like, a month, maybe two at least. Yeah, at least a month. Like... Yeah. Yeah, the relic quest itself probably isn't the problem. It's the, just the number of oils that you need. Like it is, it is a relic quest when you look at it. It's a, a it, prototypical nope. relic yeah. quest. Just the number is so low that you're like, the number is wrong. Yeah, the number's wrong. That's it what it is. It has to be like ten, at least. If they're gonna do, if they're gonna do like a two-parter quest where like uh, two ten to two twenty and then two twenty to two thirty, it had to be either two things or like at least. 20, 20 oils or it, something. It, yeah. it is a very confusing jump. It is a very uh, and because it, it's really not it's not justifiable is 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 the problem is that they you know like that's a fucked up quest structure. Like it's just in terms of like when you go through this linearly, it's going to be fucked up. Yeah. Gosh. I don't know, man. It's disappointing. Leafon, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate uh, you calling into Limit Break Radio. You want to give any shout-outs on me? Uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to my free company on Hyperion, The Salt Sworn, one of the saltiest companies on that data center. <laughs> I like it. Go I like it, I like it. And You're, Are you on Hyperion? No, I'm not, but uh, apparently I'm going... Your, your followers are. Right? Yes, I'm going to say that I have a contingent that is on Hyperion. That's good to know. Thank you for the call, Leafon. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, let us know what uh, what you feel about feast feeding or uh, the 3.25 Anima Step. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. We'd love to uh, put you on the air and hear what you think about these uh, about these most recent additions to Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm really I, again. I'm, I got to go back. I'm disappointed, man. I'm very disappointed uh, with uh, you know, like I, I the PvP adjustments were not really what was needed. Some of them were needed. Some of them were needed. But uh, it, when it comes to this feast feeding issue, not at all. Uh, none of those. None of those issues help. It help adjust the feast feeding issue and then with the with the 3.25 anima step they're just very disappointing all around i mean that's one of the things about when we get an, a a step in the anima chain i always really look forward to like how, like deciphering the the reddit walkthrough or mm. the uh, you know the quest flavor text later on like okay what am I going to have to prepare myself for and then I'm working on it for the next several weeks and it just it you're right like this can be done in a blink of the eye yeah I'm like this quest I is just, so short that I'm like you know what maybe I'll just do another relic maybe I'll do two and then I'm like wait no I mean that's 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 silly it's silly but like at this point like I was gonna have 
uh the the lore weapon be for my ninja and then when i get the relic done then do that but there's no point so i'm just gonna have the lore weapon be for my white mage at this point and then wait a, a week maybe for my uh for my relic to be done that's that's actually really a disheartening way to think of it is the lore weapon is literally more work than this stage of the animal weapon so my question to you guys is, why the fuck did they do the Maiden gear thing? If they knew that they were going to put if they knew that they were going to put out this stage of the relic and they knew that it was going to be I230 and they knew that the requirements for getting it would be accomplishable in days. Why would they have put seven Maiden gears with a one week lockout to be able to get your law? The only thing I can think of weapon. They didn't know. And this was like a knee-jerk reaction. Oh no, no. It's there's a couple reasons. One is for the people who are staying on top of the relic, you'll have two weapons for two different jobs, so then you have two jobs that are playable. Secondly, is that for the people who haven't kept up with the relic to be able to to get it, because there believe me, there are people who have not kept up with the relic. Third is to allow people who are non raiders to get it. Because the only other way to get the lore weapon is to raid. So there's three reasons right there why they did it. Easy. But it shoots, it shoots. Dude, you know what? The if, lore weapon in the foot for if, your main class. If this patch came out. I never out, got the tone, tone weapon for my main class anyway. Never did. See, that, that's why you're not a real paladin. No, because I either got the raiding one or I got the relic. No, see, if you're a real paladin, you want to get everything. I mean, I think the last one I did because I never cleared A4. Got a glamour. But like, but like through all of Coil, I never bothered really with it, if the relic was better or if the tone okay, one was but, better. Uh, okay, but that I mean, was, the, that was, that's was because the th- that's because of how you were playing because you're because you're you were actively raiding and figured oh, I'll just get it from that. Right. Right. So this allows people who aren't raiding in order to like have something that's good or if you're not keeping up with the relic in order to have something that's good. With a seven-week lockout? Seven, yes, seven. the only other way to get it is by raiding. So if you raid, right. you get it faster. And then if you don't raid, then you just get it, but you get it slower. It makes Wh- sense. But why make it seven? Seven doesn't make any fucking sense. You make spe- it like ten instead? No, make it four. So that, so that like, at least I would have had a chance to use the fucking weapon for a minute before putting on my relic. Dude, yeah, but it, the thing is, is that the, the only other way, like, in, the, in Square Enix's mind, the only way to get the tone weapon is supposed to have been through raiding. So if they made it too quickly, that means that they're rewarding the casual players who aren't raiding, which is what their intentions were in the first place. So they made it longer so that it's a little bit slower so that the raiders had a chance to have the weapon first. And then they release it for the casual. Yeah, players. but in C in CT when they introduced the the uh, the the tome drop to CT where you can un- uh, unlock your weapon, mm-hmm. right? They that was just as an item when you were done. It wasn't an item that you had to collect seven of to then unlock it. Right, but it would already, it had already been out for a very 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 long time at that point. This one they released simultaneously. Is the relic weapon? Like objectively better than the lore weapon in some cases, in, in some mo- case, not in all most of them, cases, though. But not all of them. Yeah, okay. not all, not all. Yeah, uh, I, I think machinists got fucked. <laughs> if, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, dude. Like, if patch 3.25 came out two weeks later, and I purchased the uh, the lore weapon, and then they came out with this step, I would be so fucking pissed. Exactly, be- because I would basically have wasted those Maiden gears. 
seven weeks for a weapon that I'm never going to use. So, uh, so that's that's my question. What did what did Square Enix gain by not letting you upgrade? The uh, the, the or letting you letting you do the uh, the weapons right out of the gate. What did they gain by bl- by gating it off for seven weeks? Having Sephiroth weapons relevant for longer. That oh. is a that is a shitty justification. Eventually, the lore or the lore weapon will be upgradable, right? To two forty. Yeah, will that will yeah. that happen yeah. before the next stage of the relic? That's that's what I'm saying. You can you, you can, can do that. You can do it you right. Can do that if you clear a eight. Right. Do that. Right. So you can only get. So how else do you get the item that you trade the seven might and gears for? Does that come out? A six. Okay, so that comes out of the lower tiers of the raid. Right, which I was saying the people who were raiding had a little bit of time to enjoy it faster if they were clearing A6 already before the casual players got Okay, then that makes a little, that actually makes a lot more sense. That was one of my justifications I said that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, no, you you didn't explain it well enough. Oh, I thought I had explained it on other shows. But okay, yes, it comes from A6 and then the Mm -hmm. one to upgrade it comes from A8. Okay, got it. That makes sense. See, I was, I was, I was thinking that only the upgrade items were coming out of Savage, and that there was that 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 really the mining gear was really the only way to, uh, yeah, okay, to do that. Yeah. Well, we got Arthur's on the line who wants to talk about relic uh, progression. What's up, Arthur's? Welcome to uh, Limit Break Radio. Thanks for calling in. Yo, uh, yo, hi. What's up? What's up, man? How's your day? Good. Uh, well, yeah, well, I hear quite a few of uh, interesting discussion regarding the uh, relic and the. Uh, PvP esoterics yes. abuse, yes. which I would like to cover. Yeah, they, I'll, I'll try to do it quick. Yeah, they, well, they because they are related. I mean, the two uh, the 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 the, uh, the feast feeding issue does directly relate into the two point uh, the three point two five anima step because as we had uh, said before, a lot of people saying that this that feast feeding is really only a problem because people are farming uh, ESO for their uh, anima step. So. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk about that, Arthur. Uh, what uh, what would you like to uh, bring to the table today? Uh, can we start with the relic first? Because sure. I, I think for me, I, I think the relic quest is perfect. Like uh, after even after what you guys said, I still think the the relic quest this time is perfect. Now, why do I think that? Because first things first, it, um, like you guys said, it released one week earlier before we get our seven Maiden gear, right? Mm-hmm. So most people today or this week. Or maybe, you know, maybe this week they will have like, let's say, minimum 550. So the next week when they go into the 7 Maiden Gear Week, mm-hmm. they will get another 450 to get 1,000 by the weapon, right? Right. So guess what? This Relic Quest that is introduced this week is perfect, man. Because if you're waiting for Maiden Gear, most probably you're not raiding. You're just wanting a 230 weapon, right? Mm-hmm. So now with this current quest, which you can get today, you can get a 230 weapon. Like you guys say, it's easy. And then now, guess what? You get and you have another like five fifty to potentially one thousand, unless for some reason you guys already traded that's the Rowana tokens, which you shouldn't, by the way. But hang on, well now because yeah. hang, well hang on because here's the thing is that I'm not total. I don't have all of my other pieces of law gear. So if I'm taking a thousand law and my seven Maiden gear at this point to buy a uh, weapon for a secondary class that's a thousand law that i'm devoting to that class that i'm not devoting to my main 
I, it, yes. it's I, basically I'm those I'm going to have about 12 Maiden gear before I trade any of them in. I'm going to I'm going to concentrate on getting all those 230 pieces for my main before I get shit for my secondary class. So really, those Maiden gears are just going to stack up and not do anything. And that's why that's yeah, but- like if if they had made it a little bit less, I think more people would have used it for their main and been able to justify it. Like, oh, it was a bridge weapon in between my two ten weapon and my uh, you know, and my my two thirty relic. Yeah, but this rally quest is very good for progression though, because like I was covering earlier, if you can get a two three zero weapon today, I mean um, this week, without spending that potential one thousand that you are looking to spend on your main, so you can then use this one thousand to get like you say more two three zero pieces for your main and guess what i mean step by step for example you guys were talking about the machinist gun some people can talk about the um, dragon lancer those are shit mm-hmm. relic by the way even at two three zero right but take away the secondary stats that is um, of course inferior to the say um next week's um, law weapon but if you were to eat the humble pie take, take use that more shitty relic but you spend that 1000 on say uh, 230 body or two pieces like hands and head no hands hands and head head and uh, boots at the um, at the whole picture you gain more primary stats you gain more vitality so it helps progression like we have been talking very long time like relic has not been used at all in progression relic right. relic is shit like the previous relic step 210 coming at what patch 3.15 way too late right why is that even an incentive to even do a relic right why is that incentive to do a relic when most people already clear savage and the stat the, the uh, most of the weapon is shit the dragoon why would I want to do a dragoon weapon when the um, say the guardian weapon is better you know things like that coming in so now you look back at how badly 3.15 relic is now you look at how they introduce this step I think this time Relic does have a very significant um, have a significant role in terms of progression. For those people who still haven't cleared turn two, of course. If you're clear turn two, yeah, you shouldn't be looking uh, wasting your time doing Relic at the moment because you should be gearing your main job. Like mainly because right. as of right now, you should still be spending law on your main job. No point for you to make a Relic for a secondary class. Because even if you get a 2-3-0 relic, for example, for my case, I didn't make the ninja dagger this time because I just cleared um, AA last week. Right. For me, there's no point to do a ninja dagger. So I did a dark knight. I finished the dark knight, by the way, but I look at my dark knight and say, okay, I got a 2-3-0 weapon. But guess what? All my other gears are shit because I don't have enough law. I don't have enough savage pages to get my dark knight gear. So if you haven't do savage, yeah, the relic is pretty useless. But if you are thinking of going in or haven't cleared them too, I think this relic step this time is perfect. And then we would, uh, and, and the next thing I want to cover is, you guys were talking about how this step is freaking easy, right? Mm-hmm. I got to agree though, it is easy though, but it is merely a reward for people like us. I mean, you guys, most of you finish your relic as well. Right? It's for sure. people like us, people like you who finish your relic on a time when the Relic 210 was totally irrelevant. It was so irrelevant that you shouldn't be doing back then in uh, patch 3.15. But we still did it anyway. Mm-hmm. We didn't get much chance to use it. People who clear Gordius already would think that that's just a glamour, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? We did it. We deserve this really easy step. A lot of people keep saying, oh my God, this step is so fucking easy. I'm sorry. I'm just going to take the example for the previous caller. I'm sorry. Nothing against you. Just having an example you were saying that you have three oils right you did nothing but you already got three oils right this step is so easy right and then you proceed to say that you did not do your 
anima. Guess what? That is the you guys are saying that's not enough step. Guess what? The the step that you missed is the step you're gonna fucking suffer right now because no one is doing Gordius. No one is uh, not many people is farming. Um, I mean the SO, I mean of course some people like will cover that. Right. Abuse right. Like no one is doing your uh, beast man. If you if, if you should be still be doing your beast man because of the uh, material. But if you didn't, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you think that the anima was shit, tough tough shit, man. You gotta do it right now because even if you get five oil, even if you get ten oil, guess what? You don't have your anima. You are still stuck. For people like us who did it in a time where it was totally useless, this is our time to shine, and this if, is our time to relax. If you go back, but if you go back and you look at uh you know and, and you look at uh the way that um you know relic progression has has kind of always worked like i just I, I i i see i agree with juxta where this step felt like there should be one after it like there it should have gone from 220 and then to 230 right. and the thing about like and, and i get what you're saying that you know 210 was was pretty useless uh you know when when it was introduced and that there was a significant amount of work to get into that but yeah. when in the 2.0 progression if your next step was books, you couldn't start working on books early, right? You had to right. finish the step and then get to the books. And then you started, you got the books from the NPC and then you went out and started killing. Like if you wanted to kill a hundred of those, uh, Gigas. yeah, Gigas or whatever it is, you couldn't do that early. And I think, I think that plays into uh, at least the perception on how easy it is or how much of a gimme it is, because there's a lot of people yeah, that, that, that. There's there's a that lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are gonna they're gonna finish that two ten step and immediately have a two thirty weapon. Yep. Yeah, but because let's be honest, the, let's let's be honest, the two ten step was way too intensive. I think for a two one oh, like you guys say, like for a two one oh, it was way too intensive for two hundred to two one oh the steps, getting the eighty items, getting the crafting. I think that is just way too much. I actually and I, I do agree. That I don't know. I actually thought that it it felt appropriate for for first of all for a relic quest. It felt like it had an appropriate amount of grind to it. Yeah. I, I agree that you know the reward isn't lackluster, but it, it it or the reward is lackluster. But I think the the psychology of doing a, a, a relic is much more the long term investment and the long term reward as opposed to well, it's kind of shitty in this patch. Like we've had that before. We've had instances where relics are shittier than raid weapons or shittier than even some of the some of the tome weapons that are coming out. But you still have people that do them because they know that they're going to get that long-term reward out of it. Yeah, because now it's like what yeah. Arthur said. It's the people who haven't done it now have to do it with a hard mode, go right. yes, basically, because yep. no one's queuing yep. for it. Have, well, you, have, you guys, have you guys realized the amount of people starting to do anima recently? Oh, my God. You know, the fate parties, everybody's starting well, to you know gather what? their crystals. Guess what? Those people need to fucking get good because this is not yeah. new. Relic <laughs> questing is not a new concept. No. If you didn't hop on when it came out, then guess what? I guess you're just not very smart or something. Friend. 
You're behind. Yeah, you start from behind. And though. at least yep, with yep. this stuff, I'll catch up a little well, bit. No, at well, least no, in the- you're not catching up. It's a gimme because as you're doing your fucking 80 items, you're going to get all that shit done. Yeah, you're going to get all your oils before you get your 80, 80 items oh, done. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, if you guys put it in this picture, yeah, that, that, that's, that does sounds like, you know, when they put in the hard work enough in the anima, they will automatically get it to it. Yeah, for that, for that sense, I agree with you, yeah. It's a little bit too easy. But yeah, yeah. And 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 the other thing is, is that you know, uh, in uh, you know, in the last relic progression, we didn't get multiple ways to get items out of it either. There was like a series of tasks that you had to do, and you go did you go kill the thing that you need to kill, and then it strikes it off. Uh, it, it crosses it off that checklist. With this, you know, like I, it's someone who's trying to do the step up to two ten is not across the board screwed because nobody's uh, queuing for Gordius because they can just grind it out with tomes or with beastman quests right so I you know it, it I think that they did build in some very good redundancies so far with the anima quests but that it wasn't done here can you imagine what kind of stopgap this is gonna end up being for people once everyone is off the anima quest like once everyone is off the 3.25 anima quest and no longer again queuing for crystal tower <laughs> You're, st- you're stuck grinding ESOs. That's it. You're stuck grind- you're, you're grinding 1,800 ESOs every fucking time. I think it wouldn't have made sense to not allow you to choose the oil or like to get the oil as a prize until you're on that stage in the relic. I agree. I agree yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. 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 But even, even so, I feel like there's always going to be enough people per server to queue up for Crystal Tower once a week. I think there's going to be enough. Like maybe, maybe it'll take you 20 minutes to get in, but you're getting in three times per week. I don't think that's going to be that much of a stretch. Get online on Tuesday and do it. Well, that too, because, because it's always going to be relevant for the Relic Quest people who are, I guess, bad people who haven't started it yet. Also, like my free company, for whatever reason, uh, even before this quest came out, runs all the Crystal Towers on Saturdays just for fun or just for people who are new. And they put it up in Party Finder and they go in with a full alliance every Saturday. And they'll always do that. And so if you're on our server, you can easily just queue up for it. And it's a lot of fun. And I don't think they're ever going to stop doing that. So maybe, you know, you can find free companies who will, I mean, doing it as a whole alliance is really fun. No, I, I, and I, I agree that there will always be people who will find ways to do it or whatever. But I mean, like, can you imagine, uh, you know, like when we're at 3.5 and there's someone who's trying to catch up from 3.1 and they get there and all they want to do is they just want to hit that Q button and just go straight into Crystal Tower and get that, get that item. They're going to be fucked. They're going to be fucked. It's going to be a struggle. You only need five. It's going to, right? You, you do only need five, but it is going to be a struggle for those players. Right yeah, now, it's great. It's great right now. Whenever they redirect us to old content in in the moment, I think it's great. But I think that this could really turn around and bite them on the ass. I disagree because, again, you can only do it once a week. So you're not going to sit there in your queue for three days on end just trying for Crystal Tower I, I things. You're going to do it once once a week. I'm sorry. If I don't get a queue in 10 minutes, I give up and go do something else. Uh, how, much, how nice <laughs> it must be to be a tank. Yeah, tank privilege. Please check it. <laughs> No, but like at three when All three point right. five is around, I mean, like, how hard is ESO gonna be to get? Piss easy. 
Yeah, that, that You're going to be able to spam ESO super quick. At 3.5, the the ESO grind was going to go down the from ESO 18. Out. It's going to go down to, like, I don't know, like, oh, yeah, maybe 500. Yeah, you're right. They'll ease requirements for it, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that'd be so, fair. So I know. I feel like it's harder to get poetics than it is to get ESO. You're right. Well, because, is so much slower. Because, well, because they... they uh, segregated that to only 2.0 content. You only right. you only get poetics out of main scenario roulette. No, not just no fifty of the lower roulettes, and also from actual actually doing the older dungeons. Right, you can actually go into the dungeon. Right, but if you if you're if uh, I actually had to get two more items from uh i think it's poetics right that's that's the yeah poetics and isa right now yeah yeah, so so i needed to get two more items from poetics for uh the last part of my my relic and it was after all everyone had already moved off of all of the shit and they had they had done the the adjustment where poetics got uh like there was less poetics that got uh inserted into the new dungeons like they had taken them out right like for a while they were kind of overlapping right and so after they took them out, I was like, fuck, I've got to grind. I've got to grind poetics. I had to sit around and grind 50 dungeons like the 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 last three 50s uh, put out 100 tomes each. And uh, and I, those were the only three that I had to grind. I mean, it was just, you know, well, you know what? Maybe you should get off your ass and stop being lazy and do the content when it's released. Well, you're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. I'm juxta. I'm always uh, fucking right. Arthur's, that, Arthur's, thank you so much for the call, man. We appreciate you calling. No, no, no. Can I talk real quick regarding the ass law? Yeah. Real no. Quick, real dude quick. Ever. Get out! Yes, of course you can. <laughs> okay, real quick. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, earlier I heard you guys discussing about, let's say, you know, feeder shouldn't match with platinum or platinum should not get feeder. Feeder should get feeder so they can feed while you feed. Come on, man. I mean, this is PvP. I mean, I'm not a PvP guy. You guys know that. But I gotta say, man, the Fist is a really, really, really good system, man. I agree. Like, I myself, my I myself is playing the Fist. Dude, I'm not that good. I'm not that good of a PvP. And I know that, you know, Joe never always do PvP. I even recently go to his stream to start seeing how to be good, man. You know, PvP. It's so fun, man. It's engaging, man. The last thing I think of is getting SOs. The last thing that I think of is getting law. What what actually attracts me is I get to play PvP. All right, I get a little bit of tombstones. You know that's fine. I get wolf mark. I get to level my um, PvP rank. I even get a chance to get a a, a pub and sell for money. You know. So yeah. If, if people were to say that oh you shouldn't be you you, you to solve this problem we should just remove SO uh, and no you shouldn't do that because if there's no SO why would people want to PP come on man like, I just mentioned so many rewards that you can get Wolf Mark yeah the glamour song you can use Wolf Mark buy gear synthesis, earn money raise your synthesis skill alright you got your PvP EXP alright maybe when you get level 50 you don't get you know that that, that doesn't re- um, increase well. okay maybe law can still be there but I don't think that removing esoteric is going to like hurt people and say, oh, I'm not going to PvP. Like, yo, people play PvP to enjoy PvP. You have people out there playing PvP so, so, so into PvP, like Joe, so into PvP that... Right. Can you imagine if you can match with um, feeders? Can you imagine, yo, he spent time queuing, he really wants to PvP with friends, and then he meets a feeder... I mean, for you, it's pretty, it's pretty, oh my God, Joe, I'm going to get fucking wrecked so hard. This is going to be the fastest 20 esoteric. But have you thought of the other team? Like, come on, man, this is not what they want, man. You know, if, if you want to get SO, I mean, this is, I mean, first of all, Square Enix didn't think about it. Like, fastest match, you can end two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. I mean, 
we all know, right, when Square Enix designed a dungeon, how much esoterics, how much tombstone, poetics, etc. is allocated to a dungeon mm-hmm. re- is regarding how much effort or the time it might take to run the dungeon. I think Square Enix did not think that matches can end in two minutes and people will abuse these two minutes. I think they didn't think that. They're fucking stupid, by the way. I, I you know? think... I, no, I... I we uh, are human. We will do that. But I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I, they, it was, I think it was uh, an oversight on Square Enix's part that they just... Yeah, they yeah. didn't They didn't really consider the shittiest nature of our player base. They gave people too much credit and, again. And, and it's just like... Yeah, wa- we are humans. <laughs> well, it's just like water, man. Water takes the path of least resistance. It will always take the path of least resistance. Yeah. And we yeah. tend to do the same thing as players that when we're grinding towards a goal that we will always take the path of least resistance you know that's why there was so much sussing out what's a better path to take is it better to grind alex is it better to grind tomes is it better to do beastman tribe quests and we found the most efficient way and then we shared it with each other and that's what the the most common uh psychology was going into making those weapons and uh and yeah no i i think you're seeing the same thing here with feast feeding that people see it as an easy way to get the thing that they want and you know the the it doesn't matter other people's fun doesn't matter i just want my thing yep but i really i really like the idea i'm not sure who was that is that the intern i really like the idea though like he was saying no no so until silver and if you get a silver if you fit you lose you rank down you don't get any much i think that was a pretty good idea but that was poppy that was really good are you coming on to our show and complimenting our intern yeah, how are you doing, uh, man? I mean, she, that, like was, that, that was a really good that. point, though. I got to say, that was a really good, and that point actually gave me and um, also gave me like what you know what I was like was say, uh, like what I was saying earlier. Like Square Enix give tombstones according to effort and the duration of the dungeon. Like maybe they can do something like if the feast were to end two minutes, mm-hmm. then you just fucking get five um, esoterics. If the if the match will last the whole duration, which is eight minutes, then give them the full 20, you know? You, they, they have done, like, credit system, like, fate, like, hunt. Maybe they can do something like that in the PvP. Two minutes fight, total face roll, two minutes, okay, five SO. I mean, you can't complain, man. The, 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 the match is only freaking um, two minutes, man. If it lasts that long, you know, maybe you get 20. Who knows, man? Maybe if it lasts full eight minutes maybe they can increase it yeah 30 40 i don't know that's just something like that that's a lot of yeah a lot of good ideas i mean a lot of good ideas from all of our callers today about uh possible solutions for this uh and uh thanks arthur's uh we really appreciate the call uh hey just a quick question dude am i crazy or did i see you streaming 1.0 the other day no, I was just playing some videos like, you know, people were like, uh, you totally you know how homie you got was, me. Yeah. You got me good. It was a joke, you I I, I was just kind of casually strolling by and uh and I saw like I was like is that is that fucking 1.0? I it, uh, kudos to you. You did very well because I I didn't notice that it was a video. I saw no pixelation there. I was very impressed. It's the biggest the biggest secret like they still have 1.0 running in Japan. Oh Only over here did we get there some, People have been trying to establish private servers for 1.0. No. Right? Yes. Why? Uh, Arthur's, thank you so much for calling, man. We appreciate it. Uh make sure you check him out over on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Arthur's. If you would like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. We'll take a couple more calls before we wrap it up here, but we've only got about 20 minutes left in the show. And I have to make a note that if Arthur's or anyone else who calls in compliments our intern again, I will drop you from the call. <laughs> this is your one and only warning. You you've been warned. Sometimes interns have a, a strike of brilliance. Yeah, but you don't credit them for it. That's right, the Nika, point of intern. I'm, I'm dropping you from the call. Goodbye, Nika. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow, harsh. 
I, I gave the warning, okay? <laughs> you think I'm not serious? I, don't I think am she so ca- iron fist. Ca- I, I am so fucking serious right now. I, I am she, the engineer. I don't think she complimented the intern. I think she just said sometimes interns the can be smart. counts. <laughs> okay. Papa Woody's a good person. You know that? Jesus, kill him. <laughs> kill him? Wow, now Whoa, we're getting a little holy extreme. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. That escalated a little bit. Yeah. You I like no, to think he meant kill his mic. You have no sense of proportion. You know what? Proportion just for Just for that, I'm bringing Nika back. Welcome back, Nika. Hi, Nika. Wait, wait. You actually did mute me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that was, okay, Juxta doesn't have that power. Why would you side with him? Because it was funny? I'm the troll guy because <laughs> it was funny. Do I need another? Do I need another justification? We're going with the bit, Nika. Come on, come on. Yes, and it's the yeah. rules of improv. I got my nope. life threatened. Threatened. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Got off pretty light just getting a mute there. Yeah. I mean, a scout's gonna get murdered There's after the no show. There's no way for me to tell on my end that you actually mute me or not, though. No, so I, like, no. I tried to like poke in words, like, "Can you guys hear me?" Oh, look at that. <laughs> I don't think she can tell that she's muted again. Oh. <laughs> No, let's, let's not go about this road again. Come on, we know what Turn happened. Back. All right. We know what happened. Nika, you, you brought that one on yourself. <laughs> oh, again, I still didn't even know. Like, is there a way that you... No, we, sa- we said you were muted. I just no, said... I know that. I know that. No, but there is no way on no screen. Way that I can tell. Because no. it's... No, it's a button that I press. It's exactly your fault, idiot. I don't know. Maybe we could... If we set up a camera... That would show you what I'm doing to the. Yeah, we need the hand cam over the mixer. Yeah, the hand cam. Can we get the up there on the on the fan? Can we get the Wiley Coyote cam up there? Jesus, this is actually almost depressing. Uh, again, if you want to call the show Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. Thank you to all of our callers so far today. We are discussing feast feeding. Uh, do you think that uh, PvP win trading, uh, or not even win trading, but just going in there and sacrificing yourself as a team to get quick esoterics, is that a legitimate strategy for finishing out the uh, 3.25 anima step? And also, while we're on the subject, what do you think of the 3.25 anima step? Give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. Again, if you're just joining us, because uh, uh, now we're, uh, we've got another, about another 30 people uh, that, uh, uh, that are with us now that weren't with us at the beginning, but if you're just joining us, we are doing an audio-only show today unfortunately my computer decided to play a great april fool's prank on me by completely dying and so uh i have been scrambling to try to get a workable pc up and running and of course reset all of my uh my data and settings so i appreciate your guys's patience with the show today uh hopefully this won't uh, happen again in the future but uh you know it is what it is so uh we do appreciate it uh let's read some emails We've got uh, some emails this week. Are we literally saving the FFFL right for the end of the show? Is that the oh, plan? Oh, no, I just forgot about it. Oh, what a shock. <laughs> no high five for you. Yeah. Oh, it's fun because it makes you feel sad. Ooh, <laughs> it makes me feel sad, too. Thank you, John St. John. You, you said it best. Then, you know what? It makes me feel twice as good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, I guess before we read some emails, let's get an FFL update. 
Yes. Good afternoon, FFFL fans. We are now only two weeks away from the playoffs as our week eight results are officially in the books. Last week was one that saw the pack continue to tighten up for the most part. First of all, Titans Banana Hammocks picked up an upset win over Bondage and Servitude in what was likely a must-win game for them. What? The win keeps them in the hunt for the playoffs over the next couple weeks. They go to three and five while Bondage and Servitude falls to four and four. Right. Next, next How did up, that even happen? I call shenanigans. Uh, well, you can blame the voters, I guess, if you want. I need, I need to bring this up to the FFFL commissioner. Yeah, that'd be the, me. What can I do for di- you? The disciplinary board. Oh, the disciplinary board. Well, they're, they're yeah, very busy uh, punishing the say butt plugs all the time. Uh, now, speaking of the Bethesda butt plugs, they ended their uh, losing streak at the hands of Hangers Crucible. After dropping four straights, the villains found their rhythm again this week as they advanced to Aww. four and four. And with the loss, Hangers Crucible now also sits at four and four, which means that half of the league is at four <laughs> and four. So fuck y'all! I have to do tiebreakers all the time. You know, I guess this is a pretty even match then, because I mean, if everyone's winning and losing pretty equally, yeah, it's it's there's very no, co- there's no dominator so far. Well, you might think that, but finally, in what was the most hotly contested match of the entire season. The Callow Klux Klan got the job done and pulled out the win against the Mordian Jailbirds. The loss puts the Jailbirds into must-win mode for the next couple weeks as they fall to 3-5. and five. The win for the Klan, meanwhile, puts them at 6-2 and two and clinches oh. their playoff spot, Ooh. making them the first to do so. Right. On that note, guys, a win next week will clinch a first-place regular season for the Klan. Uh, interesting. Yes. So on the waiver th- wire this week, we have Ferris, Renoa, Beatrix, Genova, Ishtola, Vane, Snow, Alice, Almia, and Laguna. Uh, a lot of women up in that lineup. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot feels, of women got cut last week. Feels like uh, uh, you should be, uh, you, you might be able to find a, go- a good couple of names in there. Yeah, including one you cut. Yeah. Uh, the waiver wire order is Nero starting off. Nero, you want to make any changes this week? You got uh, Genova and Vane available to you. I. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Bane? Who the fuck is Bane? Yeah, uh, FF12. FF12. Is he a villain? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. who that I don't is. think he's the final bad guy, but he's a villain, isn't it? Uh, isn't he like the leader of the awful army? I. Who cares? I thought he like joined your party at some point. I think his brother does. Yeah. I didn't play a lot of 12. I'm not seeing anything that I think is. Gonna, All right. Those are pretty bad. Uh, Papa Woody, you want to make any changes? Yeah. I'm going to drop Duncan. Oh, finally. Two weeks before the end, I finally get to get rid of that, huh? Yeah, and I'm going to pick up Ishtola. Picking up Ishtola. All righty. I'm going to drop Steiner and pick up Beatrix. So I'll make a. I'll go ahead and make a change. Nika, do you want to make any changes? Nah. No. All right. Juxta. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, Tara didn't really perform as well this week, so we're dropping her ass. <laughs> okay. Who are we picking up? We're picking up Genova. <laughs> All right. Justify this. All please. right. Genova's gonna be playing for Bondage and Servitude. Uh, you yeah. How, justify this. Yeah. yeah, ju- yeah. How's that gonna work? Uh, she's in a in a tank, and we can combine her to do whatever she she's wants. She's in a tank, much like Bondage and Servitude <laughs> she's is in, in a the tank. tank. How is she gonna play? Whatever with whatever fucking mind magic is. I don't know. Is she playing tank for you? Yeah. In the tank? She's okay. a tank in the tank. Okay. Yeah, All right. Come on. Think okay. about it. She's a tank in the tank for the team on the tank. Got it. And All she, right. She's got at least one boob. I can't remember if she has two or not. Well, she's got a cool like headset thingy. Yeah. She's and, got the Oculus Rift. And like a boob. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure there was a boob. At least one boob. At least one. Okay. okay. 
Uh, all right, so you'll pick up Genova, and uh, Callow's not here, so he doesn't get to change anything. Standings currently sit with the Callow Clux Clan in first place, the Besaid Butt Plugs in second place, Hangers Crucibles in third place, Bondage and Servitude rounding off the playoffs, uh, Titans Banana and Hammocks is in fifth place, and the Mordian Jailbirds are back to being the Cellar Dwellers. This week, Titans Banana Hammock will be squaring off with Hangers Crucible. The Besaid Butt Plugs are against the Callow Clux Clan, and Bondage and Servitude will be taking on the Mordian Jailbirds. In other league news, uh, officials have confirmed they hope to have a team based out of Garlemald next season. Uh, they believe the Garlean Empire is ripe for expansion and have announced that the Week 10 matchup between the Mordian Jailbirds and Titans Banana Hammocks will be held in the Garlean uh, Silverdome, and that is going to be a... Uh, uh, week 10 matchup. Why'd I write that twice? I don't know. A Garlean citizen we reached for comments said that while Eorzean feast matches can be brutal, everyone knows that Garlean feast matches are the only real sport. More on this as it develops, guys. And uh, that's the way the news goes. Nailed it. All right. Well, thank you for the FFFL update. If you would like to uh, get involved, of course, uh, these matches are determined by your voting over at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. If you'd like to see the Kalo Klux Klan or the Besaid Butt Plugs or Henger's Crucible, if you want to see and Servitude, if you want to see any of them come out on top in any of these matchups, you got to get you got to get over to LimitBreakRadio.com and make sure that you vote in the matchups. When do the matchups go up? They will go up on Tuesday. There you go. And uh, yeah, so like this week we had uh, over 60 people vote in the uh, Jailbirds and Caloclux clan matchup. That's that someone sounds, was championing the causes for these teams. That sounds like a popular uh, popular uh, uh, contest right there. Yep, hottest one of the season. That's right. Uh, All right. So now that we have we were done with that uh, wonderful bit of news, we have another caller on the line. All right. I'm not sure if we want to take him. Mm. It's Skrull. Oh. Take him. Man, your mm. your finger dropped off that button real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. He's what not going to compliment the intern, is he? Yeah, what does he want to talk about? Uh, let's see. He wants to talk about uh, PvP, regulatory feeding, and... Oh, the spectator mode. He wants to know about more about spectator mode. Oh, because I'm sure that we can answer that. All right. Skuro, what do you want? Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, they really need to put a big rush on spectator mode at this point. Just because, you know, if they're having all these issues with the feeding, it'd be nice if they had some sort of like the Counter-Strike way of approach where you have a system called Overwatch and players themselves can actually watch the games and critique whether that player is like, you know, feeding or feeding. Wait a minute. No, Skrull's hitting on something great here that the 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 peer pressure element of having yeah. of being observed would be a huge deterrent against throwing matches like that. Instead of four people noting noticing you, it could be infinite. Exactly. Yeah, it could be hundreds, fifty. I mean, and it you think people can report it? Wow, well, that no, is yeah, a really good it. idea, Scalia. <laughs> oh man, well, Scalia's even getting credit. For <laughs> <laughs> what is going on today? We've had interns complimented. We've got a Nero liking Skiro's idea. What is going on? No, no, seriously, that. That's, uh, I think that that's a that's a very apt uh, uh, observation there because yeah uh, uh, that will observation changes anything yeah anything and it will change the behavior of anyone who's queuing just to have the potential I mean if you had the, if we had the potential to go into spectator mode on a random Tuesday to just have fun and call matches on stream. Oh, that'd be awesome. It'd be a thing. It'd be, it would totally be that'd a be thing awesome. that it would be a thing that we would do. Absolutely. But if we ran into a team of, uh, of, uh, of, of feeders. feeders 
Dude, we would. Uh, do you think that we would them apart. blast them so hard? Fuck. I mean, call them out so hard. Yeah, what? yeah, <laughs> we really would. It, we, it wouldn't even be a question. Yeah, people would absolutely. The complaints would increase. The people, the the names of the people who do this kind of shit would be reported more often yep. and by more people. Yeah. You can, uh, exactly. you you can. Um, I mean, for Square Enix, you would have more to corroborate a story outside of just one person's anecdotal evidence of this guy sucked because he died six times. There's actual proof there. Right. I like yeah, it. And that's that's hard to shit. that part of it. At, at the end of the match, everyone gets to vote thumbs up or thumbs down like in the Coliseum. If everyone <laughs> says thumbs down, the losing team gets their main jobs reset to level one. Interesting. I think that's a good plan. Just holding his thumb out. That's funny. Uh, anything else, Scarrow? Um, yeah, I mean, that was just kind of like, I was thinking that'd be a great idea because a lot of people are t- mentioning like removing ESOs and all that. But the problem is that that actually punishes PVP players, whether they realize it or not, because that means it's less time you're doing PVP, which means the people that don't give a fuck about ESO gear or any kind of progression because they've already hit their max and their max class, they're just doing PVP and exceeding rank over people that would be like, you know, it's like Joe. You know, if right. he just tries to do his endgame stuff, he's losing ESO, so he's actually falling behind other players that, you know, don't need him anymore. No, like, because if you're, like, if you play PvP and, the, like, once, at least once the matchmaking algorithms are worked out, you should win, like, you'll fall into your place and you should win about half the time. That is, like, with the amount of ESO you would still yeah. get from winning, that would be plenty to still cap. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is if you completely removed it, because people are like, oh, well, just remove the ESO, oh, and people will go in there and feed. You know, if you completely do that, then, you know, yeah, it'll, you know, stop people that are queuing up for just the ESOs, but you're also going to basically hurt the PVP community Absolutely. because they can't no longer just PVP. Well, I think, I think they were talking about removing ESO from losing, from not losing. From Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think a couple of people, I, I mean, maybe it was me who I had suggested removing it uh, from uh, all... Maybe just pre- you, you know, yeah. just removing it altogether. Um, but yeah, no, I think removing it from a loss uh, would uh, w- would probably be um, uh, the best way to go there. Anyway, Scarlet, yeah. thanks for the call, man, and uh, for actually bringing something interesting to the table. I'm that's, impressed. That's shocking. That's shocking. No, we appreciate the call, man. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's take uh, let's take some emails here. We want to at least get through uh, the ones that we got this week. Uh, so, uh, uh, Scalia, you want to? Yep. All right. Uh, I found myself at a crossroads recently with FF14. I am absolutely in love with Patch 3.2's major fights, Sephiroth and Midas. However, I work a job where my hours have me logging in to play around 10 p.m. Pacific time to 1 to 2 a.m. This makes it hard for me to find even learning parties on my quiet little server of Diablos. I wanted to write into LBR for a while, but I have always had a hard time finding the right subject to discuss. But with the announcement of cross-realm raids, I found my subject, the mid-core. I, am one, I for one, am ecstatic for this feature. For someone who plays odd hours on a low, lower-populated server, this feature is reinvigorating my desire to play high-tier content in an MMO, something I haven't had the time or schedule to do since WoW's Wrath of the Lich King expansion. I want to make a rallying cry to the LB Army's mid-core player base to use the fuck out of this feature. Let's work together and experience as one some of the game's most interesting and entertaining encounters. Hope to see some of you in Sephiroth EX slash Midas Savage. And that's from Farah... Oh, jeez. Beausoleil. Oh, Pharaoh Beausoleil of Execute Reborn on Diablos. Shout out to Yomu Kampaku and Yuyuko Saiguchi of the Diablos FC12's Maestrum for helping me dip my toes into Sephiroth EX. (laughs) 
Jeez. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, so uh, real quick, I'm, uh, I am watching the chat here, and uh, we, are, we do know that we just disconnected from uh, Twitch. Twitch we don't, a people are saying it's Twitch, not it's, us. Yeah. Um, it is a Twitch issue. It's not us. Uh, mm-hmm. So everyone's having computer issues. Yay. The whole world's hey. computers exploding. Thanks a lot, Skuro. Fuck everything. Yeah. Good job, Skuro. You see what happens when we compliment bad people? <laughs> this is, whole, everything breaks. falls apart. This is uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, I, I like that email though. It, it, it does make a good point. Like we as people on Sargatanis don't maybe get the most out of the cross realm rating. It's the people who are on servers like Diablos who get to see a lot of benefit out of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but I, I mean, I think that there is more that they could that they could do uh, about this issue to to help alleviate some of this issue. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I it uh, thanks for the email. Appreciate it. Uh, so let's move on to our next email. I got it. It's a short one. Yay! Hello, crew that breaks the limits each week. Yay! <laughs> I am here to talk about a problem that I noticed within the fourteen subreddits. I am sick and tired of seeing oh person X drew my our character posts that have some borderline hentai shit. Oh my god, right? The the one with the male rogue... Oh, okay, that makes sense. The one with the male rogue and holding his junk, staring back at the paint, was the last straw. My question, why do people do this? Why? Signed by yours truly, motherfucking young Tiga of the superior <laughs> server Excalibur. Did you really ask why people like porn? Is that what your question is? No, he's asking why people like... Why do people like to draw porn? Why do people want porn of their own characters and then post it? No, why do people want porn of Rogadins holding their junk? Yeah, of Rogan and males especially. That's weird. Well, he yeah. said that was the last straw, which means which means all porn. This is, this, this, no, I mean, this means Rogadin holding their junk porn. That's... that's yeah, somehow, somehow it was the Rogadin that pushed it to too far. Yeah. No, I, I... Look, this... this I mean, it does kind of come back to a lot of the criticisms that we had of uh, our FFXIV that um, there seems... There's a lot of fluff content. There is a overabundance of fluff content, and I, I totally agree with this, that it, it, it's, it gets really irritating to have to sift through a lot of those... Hey, I just got a I just got a, a commission done of my character. Man, here it is. Which is really dumb, but if it's of my character and it looks really good, then I would totally post it. <laughs> I, I but I, you really are the problem with everything, for aren't you? Regular fan art versus head and tie. No, no, no. I think the problem is, and the thing that at least the thing that bugs me about it is that that shit gets upvoted. Why? Yeah. Why? That again, you're asking why people it should like be down blo- downvoted into oblivion. Downbloated even. Yeah. Into downing. Again, you're asking why do people like porn and upvote porn? Because it's porn. It's naked things. People like sex. That blows your mind how? Hmm. <laughs> it just seems like... Uh, dude, there are other... <laughs> like, there are on. other subreddits that are moderated way better than that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it being there, but I do. No, I guess I, I agree that in the main FF14, it I don't shouldn't think, be like top I, voted. Thing. I don't think that's the complaint. I don't think the complaint is 
like the the complaint is like, oh, this is inappropriate and it's offending my tastes and sensibilities. It's like, why is why do I have to scroll through ten of these shits to find one worthwhile thread about uh, uh, about uh, fucking uh, uh, feast feeding? You okay. know what I mean? Is, is there not a search feature in the subreddit where you there, search there absolutely feeding? is. There absolutely is. Yeah. So then, what's the problem? Yeah, there is a way to filter out the fluff content, and I'm sure. I'm sure there's like a not safe for work tag that's that you click on sure. stuff too. So like, yeah, like at this point, uh, Tiga is just like not using the filters that are in place. So this is on you, bro. Sorry. Eight months ago, that uh, that email was super relevant. Yeah. Well, I, apparently it wasn't even relevant then because apparently they did have the filters. Mm-hmm, sure. It's what that's what they say. I don't know because I didn't see the filters personally myself, <laughs> but that's what they say. Why are you making that face? That's a weird face to make. I, I really wish we had cameras on right now because that was just a very strange face. Oh, I'm a strange guy. <clears throat> yeah, you are. We know. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just sometimes you get a picture done and the artist just really captures the details of your labia really well and you got to post it. <laughs> And if it's really fabulous junk, you know what? Yeah, there you go. Share the junk with the world. It's All fine. right. Got another email here. Hey, LBR. Seal Sacred of Ultros here to give my two cents about the new Anima step. I think it's a great step on par with the Zeta step back in 2.x. A lot of my FC was thinking it was going to be a crazy step since the base one is pretty rough. What with the 18 crystals and 98 items to get a 210. A max of five weeks if you only do the tower climb quest and literally nothing else is a nice change. And if people complain about Monomelds... Mono melds at my not being able to meld them. Oh, okay, yeah. Mono melds or them not being best in slot. They have both secondaries maxed out and stats are changeable in 3.3. Plus, the glows are pretty cool, or at least the one for Ukonvasara is. Uh, all right. So, you uh, there's no melds on the relic? There's not. No. No. There's not? No. Nope. Huh, I feel like that's kind of an oversight. Uh, well, no, no because well, no, the because the stats are generally the second, the secondary stats on there are. Uh, what would be on there if you had tier five materia melded on? Okay. For I, both of the secondary stats. So it is on par with a weapon that has two material. Well, yeah, but I know. I know. I realize that the stats are already like maxed out, but I still feel like with the whole materia change that it's like, why, why would they make the relic exempt from that? Weird that they for- chose to forego putting materia on there when they're doing so much work with materia. Exactly. Uh, because I think that the next step of the relic is going to be like the one where we were fusing materia before do you think they're going to use materia again of course i do do you think absolutely start stockpiling materia i absolutely do piss (laughs) i know i know that thing that's been an easy moneymaker everyone's going to regret selling all of that well i wonder if we're going to meld like level five materia onto our relics i would expect i mean we've been putting you know because we get a free level five every week with void arc and i've just been putting it into gear how else are you going to incentivize people going back into diadem good point yeah well you know how else they can do it by actually making diadem have shit that's relevant i agree actual fun things to do there i agree you're not wrong yeah do people actually do diadem for the materia no, yeah. but they. But if you need if you need massive amounts of materia and you need a specific way to output it, can you convert materia into the tier fives? Because I remember way I think back you can trans transmute or no, whatever I, with no, that, that gobby. That doesn't count. That's that's garbage. 
that's, no it that's, actually works no i mean i'm saying that's not a worthwhile like output in terms of money like i'm saying like are we gonna see a return of white mage melding parties back in earth's oh, gift yeah where you just spammed fucking holy no. on those elementals? i don't think you will i don't think you will i think they it changed how the, the rate of spirit bonding yeah i see and, and the other thing with spirit binding is, is it's a crapshoot whether or not you're going to get the tier that you want, whether you're going to get, you could end up getting an earth materia. You know what I mean? Right. Going to Diadem, you, you know exactly what you're getting out of it because you're trading your spoils for whatever you want. Right. But is that like, how, how good is the output? I guess I'm, I'm asking. Well, well they, it, de- it depends. They lowered it for Diadem. Like, it used to be, like... Because every item you turn in is a spoil or two spoils or something. Mm-hmm. And it used to be you needed, like, 40-something spoils per material, but it's they like lowered 20. it to 20-something. It's 20-something now. And and if they increase the output of spoils from Diadem, that's another, w- that's another way to try to incentivize people getting back in there. Yeah. Dude, I had nearly I had nearly four stacks of spoils that I hadn't done what? anything with from, do- from doing... How? Just from doing casual Diadem. Good lord, that's so much fucking. Why casual would you even diadem? do diadem casually? Uh, dude, I had tons a lot of spoils. I had a, no, I had a lot of good two ten gear. I'm, from, sitting, I'm sitting at nine, dude. I'm still missing that nine to get that uh, whatever mound it is, the wyvern, I think. Really? Or the unicorn, dude? I traded a ton of my spoils in and cashed out on a lot of it. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Especially those crit materials, they were selling for a lot. For a while, you were doing Not a anymore. lot of Twitch streams with dudes doing diadem parties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Skrull would set him up. I know that seems like Skrull's a really good bitch for crazy setting up or shit. Yeah, that's true. He is. Uh, all right, uh, we, we got one more caller. All right, let's Sat- go to the phone lines. Satori Komiji. What's up, Satori? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. How you doing? Good. I just want to let you guys know uh, the stream cut out, and when it came back in, you guys were talking about rogue rogues holding their own dicks. Yep, that's correct. That's you know. that yeah. was an email we're, we got. We're aware. You have to turn it, tune right, into the podcast to uh, know the context. And I, I mean, like, is that surprising? Do we not somehow? talk about Rogan and Dick almost every episode? I, yeah, like, I, think, I feel like we do. I, I, I don't feel like that was a weird. Like, none of our audience should be weirded out by coming back in at Rogan and Dick. Rogan and Dick. Sounds fine. Anyway, uh, no judgment there. All right. I was gonna say to get some actual content. I would say I, uh, I want to say 100 percent to what Arthur said about the Anime Quest. That it's being designed perfectly. Really? Because not because you have. So right now I'm on. I've been playing Dragoon. I made a switch from S Logan to Dragoon. And when the when the anima weapon came out, it was on level two ten. I had just beaten uh, fucking Thornton after four months of fighting with that in pugs. And I had a little item level two hundred five. And here's just item level two ten. I cleared Savage one and two. And I'm not getting to Savage three. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of DPS. It's a lot of, a lot of shit going on in there. Right. So I said, "Fuck it." And then, like I said last week when I called you guys, when Patch 3.2 came out and you guys got the big dick kick with uh, free 210 weapons for everyone, I'm like, "Nope, not doing this." A lot of free time gained. And now here I am, you know, Patch 3.25. Uh, I could save a thousand lore tomes put it all towards lore gear for my dragoon so I could progress in savage and get a two uh, item level 230 relic which isn't as good as the lore weapon but they both have skill speed so I'm going to fucking suck it up either way <laughs> and I am like I'm thankful because I am working on all steps at the same time 
I'm getting a shitload of poetics from hunts right now that they're outpacing my esoteric gain. So I'm throwing them on my 210 step, and I'm going to have some saved over so I can finish my warrior zodiac weapon, convert that to crystals, convert that into an level 170 weapon, do the 10 dungeons, turn in all my token items, get to 210, and then turn in my five oils. And get my finished uh, dragoon weapon. Yeah, but that doesn't it, it, that you, doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel like a relic quest. Like I, if that was me, like I, part of what I like about relic quests is I like the length of them. I like how long you're spending grinding. It feels like you're getting a reward out of your effort. It's an epic grind, but it, right? But it's, instead of being a rogue, then holding my dick because I can't get Alexandra because I'm still on books. I can get Alexandrites from my daily expert, which I'm already doing, and still work on books while I'm doing dungeons for the books. I'm not gated because I'm not on that step. I can still do Crystal Tower weeklies while everyone else is doing them for my oil. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're talking about being able to uh, progress along multiple steps at the same time, and, and yeah. It's still going to take me 86 days of doing Beast Tribe dailies to get my 210 weapon. Right, right, and you're if still. If I don't supplement it with allied notes or esoterics, but there's also there's also a significant crossover there. You're using poetics. You're using uh, uh, you're using tomes in different ways among different tiers there. So there's there's going to be a crossover where for a while you're going to have to divert tomes into this cause, right? But that's not yeah. so with the oils. The oils, it's just a binary choice. It's either you go do the crystal. Tower weekly, or you devote the isotomes to it. If you don't, I think it's, if you're if you're devoting the isotomes to something else already, it's literally only going to take five weeks until you get enough uh, enough oils to get uh, to get past up to the two thirty. And I th- I feel like that's sort of the crux of it. Is like that doesn't feel like a lot at all. You don't that, use that's you, the gimme exactly. Well, like you don't good. use the oils for literally anything else in the game, and it's not like you're collecting three items out of the reset to get one oil. It's like you do the reset and it's one oil, boom, right there. Well, I like it because you got you got new content and old content that you can do at the same time. I can do the new content, which rewards esoterics. You know, you do something, you get esoterics, and I can do it and I put it towards oils, or I could do some a, a specific old content. You know, I get 300 poetics, which that's nothing. That gets thrown into the pile for 210 anima. But then I get my weekly oil. It's I like it because I can do so many things. My week isn't just looking forward to, oh, let me check the party finder. Oh, there's no uh, Alexander Five Savage clear or uh, practice parties. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. I'm just doing base try daily. I'm just going to do this. I can. There's Chris Tower. Chris Tower is finally relative again for the first time in fucking almost a year. Right. It, but- almost a year, Chris Tower is the relevant. Right, but again, though, it's it you know like a lot of it has to do with the length of uh, of time that you're putting in. I mean, like what. Could you could you is there an argument that you could put forward to say there shouldn't have been ten, like it shouldn't have been 10 items? It shouldn't have been 10 oils that are required. Like, is there any okay, reason then, not uh, to do I, not to not to just make it more items? Like, I don't think like if they had added a second step or if they had added what, you know, the 220 to 230. Right. That would be great. And I, I, but I can't put any of that out in expectation. But I, uh, I do I'm gonna think, say this. 
this to me is a filler step in preparation for 3.3 because they've only said there's going to be they've only hinted at at least one more step and I'm going to assume there's going to be one more step if they do one more step it's going to be at level 245 it's going to be on par with the savage eight weapons no 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 no. the savage weapons are always going to be five eye levels out uh uh higher with with the uh the not the zenith the the Nexus step, Nexus, I level 115, and the Zeta step, I level 135. Uh, they, don't have to, make- they don't have to dogmatically follow that eye level structure. I mean, clearly they're just making it up as they go along. Yeah, we, but, just, we, just bounced, we just bounced from 210 to 230 for no reason. Eh, I'm going to say they, they don't, because, because they did the Nexus step in patch 2.38. That was the last patch before they introduced the new ray structure, which bumped eye level to 130. 130 and then patch 2.51 they add, that was the last major patch before the end storyline where they at bumped where they finally bumped up the zeta to match the relic or the no, or the match the relic to got the relic out to match the savage weapon or at that time the close weapon yeah they 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 spend time closing the gap but that's that's my point is that you're not going to see like they they also said definitively that they were going to make raid weapons outclass all other weapons by five eye levels. They said that at one point. So I don't think you're going to see that that five level increment increase because I I I think that'll be three point five five. Right. I, I, yes, it'll come at the very end. And I think when Square Enix did that in two it was to band aid another problem. I don't know what the problem was, but I think it was to band aid another problem. Because like. Because with the way how they restructured uh, when you get oils and oils towards your weapons in uh, Savage, you get it now in Alexander Seven Savage. You get it in the third floor of whatever tier it is now. Right. So i i have I have a good assumption that we're going to be able to get oils as soon as Patch Three Point Team Three comes out. Oh, of course. Through hunts yes. because, because you know Square Enix loves hunts. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it could either be through hunts or some other system. Yeah, they'll definitely add the, the 230 to 240. The void arc of 3.3. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there, there will definitely be an output there. Um, so, I, I, yeah. And at that point, the relic will be item level 240. Yes, and it will pace exactly with, uh, with the law. Yeah. Yeah, lower, you know, lower, lower. If they do a 240 step, then there's going to be a 245 step coming in now, if towards they were, the tail end of that pass cycle. Don't now, think so. If they were going to do that, they would have uh, started that with three points uh, two, and they would have had yeah. the relic be two fuck two uh, two fifteen two fifteen. All right, any arrow. Have you ever heard of a slap bet? What? Have you ever heard of a slap bet? Slap bet. Uh, yep. yes-ish, I guess. I mean, I can kind of... I will make you a slap best for FanFest this year. <laughs> if the Relic gets to item level 245 before patch two point, uh, 3.4 comes out, slap it. Slap on the belly as hard as we can. Oof. On the belly? I thought on it was going to be a fed. Belly? That has to be on, on the, the belly. Pink slap belly. that is through the face on the cheek, bro. Yeah, the, at least... All right, on the face, then. I... Uh, Slap it. You'll have your beard back by then. You gotta have. Yeah, you gotta. I don't want to. I don't want to do a little girl's slap bet. I mean, what do you want a fist bet? I mean, if Satori wants a little girl bet, I mean, dick kick bet. What are you looking for? Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Let's make a Rochambeau bet. 
no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I, I mean, I there's nothing there's nothing to back it up. It's just opinions. Uh, so I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm I'm willing to put. I, I bets down. I've been wrong about a lot. There's a lot of shit I'm wrong about. So I don't know that uh, that I'd be willing to do that. But I, th- I think Essie would spitefully get a Nero kicked in the dick. <laughs> that might be true. All right, Yoshi. Here's the thing. I know. I know you said you don't want to do eye level 245 on the relic, but you know that guy who does the show. But he will get if, kicked in the dick if they did that. If they did that, though, the raid weapons would still outclass. Like, see, I can't. I, I can't see them doing the 245 bump. I just don't no. see it. It's not going to. Because just I, I see be- it as a last bump to get people to have the chance to get a clear, because they might not be able to get that that DPS on brute justice when he's doing his J wake kicks. See, I mean, and so they I might get I, that I, last bump to get that DPS. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that type of thinking. I just, I, I yeah, I'm just not sure that uh, that I agree. Anyway, Satori, we got to wrap it up. Thank you for uh, giving us a call here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, we appreciate all of your calls here on Limit Break Radio, and we also appreciate your patience as we've been uh, dealing with hardware hiccups and uh, just tough weeks overall. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you're uh, if you're looking for Something else to do today. We're going to be making the jump over to Final Encountercast over at twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast uh, to do uh, episode number 12 of Final Encountercast. Guys, I'm kind of excited to do this show. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. To Why do are you excited? Well, we had the uh, FF15 Uncovered event that, yeah. that went down. And uh, we talked about FF15 on the show before. And uh, got, you know, we, we elicited some interesting feedback uh, from that discussion. And so uh, I'm just kind of curious what everyone uh, what everyone feels about FF15 Uncovered, what they've announced for Final Fantasy 15, and uh, as well as the demo, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about over on Final Encountercast. Please join us. Uh, that's going to be starting in about an hour over uh, at about five o'clock at twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast. Make sure that you send us some email at limitbreakradio.com thank you guys for all of your wonderful emails make sure that you uh, send them to hosts at limitbreakradio.com uh, and uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype Limit Break Radio so that you can call the show the next time you join us live we are live here each Sunday starting at 1pm in the afternoon uh, and uh, make sure that you like us on Facebook that's uh, facebook.com slash limitbreakradio at limitbreakradio on Twitter and of course Limit Break radio.com for all of your limit break radio information remember if you're if you seem to be missing any episodes of the show it may be because we move them around on the feeds check your rss feeds and make sure that you're subscribed to the correct one uh and uh yeah don't don't make sure to not miss your uh, uh weekly dose of final encounter cast and refresh that's going to be it for limit break radio this week for juxtaposition nika kayani and Ascalia ryumasa our intern papa woody and our wonderful producer kooky persona I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. 
Today's episode was produced by Aniro Grigori, Juxtaposition, and Escalia Rayumasa. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zuri and Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Today's catchphrase is, Juxta is. Juxta is.